I don't know. Is Bazinga copywritten? Probably. I believe so, actually. Yeah. I, I was in nothing. And ever. Anyway, so it doesn't it's matter. true. It's true. <laughs>and
Speaking of chewed up, the party got chewed up last time. There was a very large ambush. Somehow, yeah, but that's like no one got hit except for one guy. Like, uh, ben Ben Coombe got a little bit, and um, and Craig got it heavy. Yeah, Craig. Craig was the least interested in going slow. Everyone else saw someone waiting at a river pass and um, kind of just washing her clothes in this river. I don't know we're wanted. <laughs> that's true. That is, that's absolutely true. So you guys, everyone else oh, hung man. back and were like, oh, it's a person in the wilderness. And Craig's like, Doo, I'm do, like, do, yeah, do, they're do. washing their clothes. That's like a thing people do. Come on. <laughs> I, yeah, that's actually a really good point. I guess that'd be a <laughs> people might want to note that for a conversation with uh, with Craig later. So Craig goes marching up through. Turns out it's a uh, f- a cult fanatic uh, for the Eye of Pelor, and she is the bait. And everyone else is hiding behind that giant rock that you can see on the map just north of the river there. And even uh, Nat twenty persuading her to just let us fly, and you're just like. Yeah, they attack you anyway. <laughs> well, she, um, they were waiting. And in fact, that might be something you might want to investigate a little bit. They were definitely yeah. lying in wait for you. Um, somehow well, they Well, it makes sense because as the uh, fight progressed, the uh, Cambian, the second one we found, yeah. uh, was, he was there. here. He was there. He, he was roughed you know, up. Came back here. It's why he knew who all of us were. I guess including... No, he never saw Craig, actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so just just flashing back a little bit to the night the, the night before the ambush. Um, this was the night after the massive storm, and you'd met the crazy old man, uh, the old yeah. hermit. And the um, you were camping and just kind of having a quiet night after the big battle with the ogre zombies. And... Um, and a lot of lore got dumped, and there was an imp that came flying up and talked to yep. Darmida and Fenris. And the imp used to be in the employ of the succubus. And uh, now he hunted you down and said, look, in the middle of that massive storm, she had come under attack. A massive attack from the knights of, from the Eye of Pelor. Um, and it was a lot of his men, and then eventually... Um, I'm going to assume, Gord, that you brought them up to speed on this. I did, yes. In, in the morning. I did tell them. Yeah. So um, the, the imp revealed that the succubus had been either captured or killed. He felt his tether to her, his contract with her. Um, you didn't tell us there was an imp, though, right? Just the stuff I, the imp told you? I told, um, so Darmida well, knows about the imp. I know about the imp. Johan Everyone knows, knows about the imp except Johannes. for except for uh, Crag. So Crag doesn't know about okay. uh, the story. Okay yeah, yeah. And Ben Coombe, you would have seen Johannes uh, talking with either an imp or a raven. You can. Mm. Um, and anyway, uh, unbeknownst to most of you, except for Fenris and Johannes, the imp offered to uh, spend some time with you guys. Um, and that, that offer ended up going over to Johannes more than Fenris. And I'm waiting on Levi's response for that. However, come on, as if you, as if Levi is not going to accept that. Like, I, I don't want to speak for his character or anything, but I'd be really surprised if he didn't, but we'll leave it up to him. So we'll get a little bit of feedback on that. Um, so in the morning, 
you guys knew that the succubus had been under attack, and you guys kept, kept marching back towards the city, or to the Nosamlet, which is official now. Uh, I believe it was um, uh, Gemini Twin, one of our viewers, made the suggestion that that is the actual name, Nosamlet. Nosomlet. Um, and for those who are watching, uh, remember, for live games, we do take chat suggestions and we do interact. So if you have suggestions, you can spend a plot point, which is something I stole from uh, Shadowrun Anarchy, and you can affect the game. You can send messages. You can make a little twist in the story or a big twist in the story. Just no insta-deaths. Um, so then you guys are walking back to town with the bevy of people that you've rescued including the old hermit who decided to come along with with darmida having a strong um a strong bond with him and then uh you got ambushed all tough stank yeah Ooh, i see uh darmida's camera is ready so any other, did i miss anything else um we had a big throwdown big throwdown Killed a lot of them. All of them? Don't forget all of the uh, creatures that were conjured from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, you all saw Craig draw a circle and then a whole bunch of <laughs> abyssal chickens, I think it was. I don't remember that. Came, You're probably making that up. Came into existence and just attacking mostly the horses. Um, oh, speaking of horses, a large wagon black lacquered wagon came riding through and Again? uh and all of a sudden slammed into uh these creatures as the um what? as the uh you mentioned the cambian who had once been your prisoner actually must have hot-footed it here he revealed himself took off his cloak and just literally said something you know villainish totally worth it and tore himself open and created one of those gates and in popped a bone devil and a few, and a bunch of other devils and lemurs and all kinds of nasty that you guys had to throw down against on top of the regular soldiers that you guys were mopping up so it was a big throwdown everybody is covered in especially archibald he's covered head to toe in limer guts he literally eviscerated one with his dagger from head to anus basically other head and then <laughs> yeah head, head to lower head and then uh he got covered in anchor just absolutely drenched uh ben coom was mixing it up and had a nice little competition going with johannes uh to see if he well actually ben coom again did not actually witness anything that johannes managed to pull off <laughs> which is in keeping with character and um and now everyone is just <sighs> taking a breath and just wrecked standing by the wagon You've hitched up um, your spare horses to the wagon because a couple of the horses died. Um, it turned out Archibald yep. had been tracking, um, had gotten wind from the brigand Sarah, who is your ally in her troop. He got wind of where you guys were and was starting to make your, his way up that way. When he saw the ambush being set, he kept at a safe distance and then saw it spring, and then he... Uh, half inebriated in his wagon, jumped into action. And uh, he came in in the last half hour of the game. It was kind of fun. Nice to see Jay. So, wow. I think now everyone's up to speed. So, with that, 
We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to make a coffee, make sure everybody's all sorted. Um, and actually, if you guys want to, I'm just going to step away. You, if you want to keep talking and kind of bring each sure. other up to speed, you guys can do that. I need a coffee, so I'll be back. Sure, sure. Good. All right, so Archibald flew in on a dragon? No, on, a, on his wagon. wagon. Oh. On the wagon that he had... Oh, it's really more of a carriage. It's quite fancy. It does, to, this picture we have does not do it justice. Yeah, it's a carriage. The carriage. I, yeah. I heard like a black dragon. Yeah. There also, what wasn't mentioned in the recap, one of the spine devils tried to make off with me and uh, revealed that um, its master, the eye, is is specifically trying to have some kind of designs with me and is hunting me actively. Oh, good. Nice. And that's the Eye of Pelor leader? He's just called Eye? Yes, the Eye, a, a freaking planetar. Oh, oh, okay. Ben Coombe's not afraid, but Trent is. <laughs> <laughs> a fallen planetar, yeah. That's, that's fair. That's really fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I can take anything. Uh, yeah, actually, that reminds me. Um, yeah, I, kind of I've, I've been doing NPC monologues. So for those listening to the stream or watching the stream, I do upload them. Uh, so we've had a few of those. So that's where some of these lore drops came from. So the imp has one now I haven't released. Um, and uh, the old man revealed this similar pieces of the puzzle uh, as much as his memory allows. All right. All, right. All right. Oh, I was going to fix Dermita's camera and then we'll get off, uh, get on. So um, just a quick reminder, anyone who's watching us in chat, you can contribute, including helping us to name our episode. So I'm just going to bop over to that for a second. So we'll keep chatting, but uh, Internet, you're welcome to help name our episode. Oh, and that reminds me, you got to give a name for Dermita's mom. Yeah hashtag name our stuff or in chat uh name that mom all right like <laughs> nostril it's nostril it might be she is a fallen deva so um yeah that thus the asimar uh of the fallen asimar and of bella bella's character yeah we have a canonical uh what the what's the deal with uh, our asimar here and it's uh half and half she, she hooked up with a brigand man. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to see if I can fix uh, Dermita's camera since, you know, we're talking about her character. We should probably... Oh, hey, that was easy. Um, and I don't know that Archie's going to make it today, so I'm just going to drag him off to one side. Is the audio working? Yeah. Yeah. I can see now. Um, what we don't know about Dermita's dad, we know he's a brigand, but we don't know if he's a brigand that's associated with Sarah. That's true. That's that true. true. So we also know he's dead. Yeah. Well, they. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My parents are dead. He's an orphan. Yeah. But she has been cumin. Really. Do we know that her mom's dead? No, we don't. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. You guys don't. She does. That uh, I sprang that on her. The old man no. sprang it on her, technically. I did tell, um, one of you knows. Well, it's, 
I just couldn't remember if we knew or not. You uh, you yeah. implied it to me, but you didn't straight up said it to me. Well, you you yeah, you said they they had a lot in common. Yeah. She's so cryptic. Oh, every D and D character is. That's the worst part about D and D characters. Is like I have this rich eighteen story, eighteen page story background, and none of you will know any of it no, because no, no. I would keep it to myself. <laughs> I mean, I could just tell you all, but that's not role playing. That's just me being like, now I'd like you to listen to me read a book, which is fine. That's a totally legitimate hey, Twitch stream. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> that's not this. I've been doing. That's where the NPC monologues come in. That's what those are. Right, because you need an excuse to say this crap. Because no, your players aren't gonna let you talk about it. Like that old <laughs> joke about like you get to the you know, big bad boss at the end and they start monologuing and you try and get an attack in so you get a surprise round. Exactly. <laughs> and we're like, but you you don't know why I opened the portals. And you're like, I don't no care. care. I need a surprise round. Stab, stab. <laughs> hey guys, right. I'll tell you what. If you let me have a nice big uh, bad guy monologue, um, then I'll give you a free surprise round. How's that? Hold <laughs> you to it. Yeah, I wonder how that would make sense. Mm. I, I will figure it out. Actually, I've, I've already got a plan. All right, so uh, you guys are literally panting. The sound of the river just trickling by. You're covered in ichor. Um, a few minutes have passed, and uh, a little bit of cleaning and healing has gone on and, str- and getting the horses and getting the old yeah. hermit. I think we're all in the carriage, if, as it were. Yeah, mm-hmm. in or near the carriage. Somebody was going to ride um, the horse. I think that was going to be Bella. Right? Just Toby I, and Kara. They no, kind of need that I, horse, don't they? I put um, the old man on it. Oh, right. but he, there's a wagon too. So if you guys want, you can ride in the wagon. Sure, hey, wagon. Yeah, there's still two horses that are. Yeah, that's free. true. Yep. Um, I'm actually still staring down at the ashen remains of the the fallen. Woman. Yep, the woman who you recognized um, from your days of hiding from the eye of Pelor and she, they had raided a farm and she had led them and slaughtered at least some of the farmers, not a nice lady. And you recognized her, which ended up um, probably saving your bacon, to be honest, because you managed to be like, wait a minute. Mm," And that, that meant they didn't all get a turn on you, a surprise round on you in the ambush. So, I mean, that's not true, but, well, we can we can say it that way. Well, some of them got a couple of shots off, but they rolled high on initiative. It would have been a full pass of them just beating on you guys. Probably. That would have <laughs> Probably. Given... The notable thing for Crag in this moment is that during the fight, one of the summoned devils was a bone devil, which... Um, for the audience, and I don't know if it would be, you know, it's not necessarily clear. There's no, no, this is really the first time we, we see it as far as the, like, actually in-game. Um, the lance, the packed weapon that he summoned in the previous, previous session uh, was a scaled-down version of a Bone Devil's pike or polearm or lance. Yeah. Um, and the Bone Devil did not have one. And it actually seemed to have a specific grudge against Craig because Craig having it took it away from him. 
mm-hmm. or something. That yeah. was what was implied. Now, Craig didn't get any of this because he doesn't actually speak Infernal. Um, but it was grunting and growling. And, and it actually, yeah. after it dropped you, because Craig did get dropped at one point, although you, in retrospect, you probably should have popped up with one hit point because half orc. I could have. It does say you may. Oh, okay. There you go. You so were now just I still like, have it. If we don't, if we don't take a long rest, I still have it. Nice. All right. Do that yeah. because it I also, yeah. I also kind of picture that as being legit because I see you, like your dead brother spirit looking on. And you're like, I'm dying and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then, and then this thing was like, it picked up your lance that didn't actually. So I had never even summoned it. I just died without ever summoning it, and then it like like sucked it out of my like yeah. or something. And it, it pulled um, it and it held it and then someone dropped it i forget i didn't listen to it again. probably Fenris. probably probably Fenris. i think Fenris got no or dormita she got a lot of uh described this i mean dormita actually got the kill blow on it mm. nice. i think i got i got the biggest kill count this time though on this well, one fireballs right <laughs> yeah you know you like two those fireballs mapped yeah. mopped up a lot of those little little um Little minions. They're but not Craig they're not actually minions. Woke up after being unconscious. And this was like the first time he saw the lance with his like clear eyes. Yeah, he's been raging. He's only ever summoned it while raging before. And I don't think he still knows there's any sort of connection there. It's just this is a creature that we like killed and I'm taking this. Yeah. just like decided it's his now um as like a fallen weapon even though obviously it wasn't wielding that lance it was made of bones i don't know there's a lance here now so yeah so point is he's now like carrying this lance he doesn't even like think to like shunt it away right like he was previously okay cool so you're um, just literally carrying so he, this so now yeah now, like, 12 foot long more on like one shoulder now at this point because he needs to have the lance in the other hand yeah actually i'm gonna start us off by saying uh, if anybody cares to you can do a perception check um cool yeah i'd love to perceive things uh actually not craig this is about not me though about craig <laughs> I'll make an inside check on I, myself. I think that's the lowest I've ever seen Bella, or sorry, um, uh, Darmita roll on, on perception. All right. All of y'all are getting less 19. than 10. Okay, Gord is the only one who tends to notice. Fenris. Fenris. Um, yeah, Fenris. <laughs> yeah, uh, Johannes doesn't notice anything. And Archie does see something as well, but Archie's got his own stuff going on as he's um, he's standing by the wagon. He turned around. He finally his own rapier broke in the battle, yeah, and he grabs this long sword that he got out of the magistrate's house. And he, it's still in the hilt. It's a nice. It's almost. It, it looks very fancy. And he goes in and he grabs it and he didn't even use it. He just held it at the very end and armed himself in case and then Fenris mopped up and Armida mopped up so he didn't end up even drawing the blade but he's holding this and looking at it so he's a little busy um do you have a plan for that or can I spend a plot point on it I actually do have a plan but I'd be curious to hear your plot point well we know now that the magistrates <laughs> you want me to do this? no it's okay um I do have a plan a but that's cool we can mix it up nothing set it, in stone it, assuming it is a Cambian's blade now it doesn't make perfect sense because he wouldn't need it but maybe maybe some of that cambian's residual energy allows them to wait i'm messing up i'm thinking about how cambians can have their charisma to their 
defense they can yep. add to their attack. Never yeah, mind. I was gonna say they could add his charisma to his attack, and that would be awesome. That would be but, awesome um, for Archie. It doesn't. It doesn't actually follow the narrative that I was thinking. Actually, um, I'm gonna. Jay's not here, but I guess I'll reveal this. You see, Arch, Archie, Archie, uh, when he goes to fight, he. Um, when he turns around, he's covered in ichor from the lemur. The last bone devil, just as it crumbles, um, he pulls on the sheath and separates the sh- the sword out. And the sh- sword comes sliding out for about maybe five inches. And then sh- sh- there is no blade. It's just, it ends after, about five inches after the hilt. And he's just like, what the? Um, nice. And it's just got a little basket hilt on it, but it is a little longsword, but he's just, like, holding it and looking at it, and he's like, oh. So he hasn't actually put it away yet, but you see it looks not like a broken blade necessarily, but it does end yeah. as if the blade was broken. So that's that's okay. a little bit of canon there. Um, meanwhile, what does everyone want to do? The battle is done. The small folk are being herded onto the wagon. What did I notice? Oh, right. With a 19, you see Craig walk up, his body of his brother over his shoulder, um, and this large lance. Now, it looks almost like it's... It looks forged of a black metal. It's very long. And it's got these cracks as though... um, as though it's been shattered and reforged, and each of the cracks reveals a red glow from within. It does occasionally in battle, like, flare up. And I'm, I'm, By all means, Darcy, describe it how you want, but when it's kind of not active, in, it still has a visible, like, etching of fiery glow along... Just... just oh, That's really cool. Along, there's no, like, canon description of a... Yeah, describe it how... Lance, as far as I know. I just figured it'd be kind of fiery, so um, so he comes yeah, up walking it as that literal bone, but I like that too. Um, so Archie nods and sees and goes, "Nice, take what we can." And Archibald yeah. starts rifling through the dead bodies and the and the um, uh, the mere guts. Uh, yeah, the, the mere guts. <laughs> there's a coin in here. <laughs> He's literally using the 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 broken or the little sword and nub to like sift through the more gross things as a That's as a couple true. of teeth and mouths are like. A couple of eyes are rolling around looking at him while he's sifting through the guts. And the t- and one of these mouths are like... <coughs> even at I will, um, Oh, I will take note of... Because I, I likely saw the Bone Devil take the lance since yeah. I was concentrating on it with confusion. Absolutely. And saw what happened with Craig. So I take note of that, but uh, kind of shaking myself off from my reverie of looking down on the remains of the woman... I'm, I hear Archibald's words about looting things, and I'll take mm-hmm. a look at the, the caster. Absolutely. And, and actually, see if there's anything there. Bec- you, you actually go to look at the caster, and before you drag your eyes away from the woman, you look down and you see she's got a, a, a little side pack, a little pouch, like a, a little bag on her mm. uh, that she had slung over one shoulder. And you, you start to look away, and then you see something sticking out of it, and then you... Oh. And you, you, bend, you bend down and start rifling through. Um, you've seen these before. I don't. I don't know if anyone in the party even has one. Um, you have Arcana, yeah. So Gord, go ahead. I and, do. Uh, go ahead and roll Arcana. Can I help him with that? Um, actually, I'll, I'll let everybody uh, do an investigation check, and if you want to help with that, um, uh, as you start to loot. But yeah, you can help him as you walk up to him. Um, the two of you being the main kind of people to drop yeah. stuff at the end. I'll roll that again. This does remind me. 
that um, at the end of the last session, I said I wanted to take the full plate from the one like knight type guy. Knight, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then later, I'll try and break it down into half plate. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This I rolled me. a 12 in Arcana. A 12. All right, so it is magical. And you figure this out because there's there's a um, the the top of something sticking out, and you, it looks like a it looks like a bag, just like a little shoulder bag, and then a little wooden post is sticking out of it. And you grab it and you pull, and it's a whole like ten foot long pole for a tent, and it comes out of this tiny little bag. Hmm. Hmm. I'll, I'll take it with me. It is it is a bag of holding. Oh. It's got some stuff in it, so I, I'm going to guess you find a clear area and start to loot, loot, loot. Yeah. And everyone else sees you finally do this as they're, you know, cleaning themselves up and starts to dig in and loot too. So we get to start today with a loot drop. <laughs> All right. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Let's put on the happy music. Hold on. <laughs> uh, what were you saying there? I heard. Uh, I think it was Trent. I'm just in for all the free rewards of unearned uh, fruits of labor. I mean, you did use your uh, you did use your chain like you requested. So oh yeah. Gonna, by the you're way, you have to deal with that fallout. <laughs> you, you 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 done used your chain a lot and used quite a few of those. So um, yeah, you're gonna have some nightmares tonight. Um, anyway. Well, actually, actually, speaking of which, Ben Coombe, can you roll uh, three yeah. three successive wisdom saves for me, please? Okay. And let, let me and uh, DC, I think it was thirteen. You spent one charge, right? It was a DC ten because it was like a con save. Was it much. only one charge? Okay, just two then. Remember, because you asked us what he should do, and it oh yeah, and I very I told you to yeah yeah. One grapple him up 15 and 17 oh dude you pass you pass both of them you're fine uh it's a custom magic item for anybody watching and uh if he fails too many wisdom saves spending charges on it bad things happen the uh, current uh ongoings of ben coon's mind is just like a <laughs> like a hollow kind of lock sound and then sometimes a bird flies by and there's a rainbow and some clouds. Nice. But he in faces or uh, in... <laughs> in <laughs> All right. So you get a bag of holding. In it, there are several cleric spell scrolls as you dump them out on the garden. So you can mark that down as um, three cleric spells, uh, scrolls. These comic books must be yours. Yeah. Um there's on one of the um uh you actually find some horseshoes those are probably just horseshoes mm, they, I mean, they, horseshoes. they seem runic on them for sure oh. uh, you know oh. what you got uh, or well let me ask you are you guys going to spend a short rest or are you guys going to gtfo i mean we're going to be in a carriage yeah. Whoever's not driving the carriage. Oh, I, I be able to short, short rest. Right? Yeah, that's a good call. So you guys can spend a few minutes looting in the back yeah. of this really quite nice long carriage. It does, it's not exactly what is on the map there. That's what I found for roll oh. twenty. All right. Yeah, Dermy. Drive. Then I shouldn't get the short rest. Also, I can do rope trick. Nice. Which gives us a safe long rest. 
but we bring the or short, yeah. Or yeah, short rest, but we can't bring the horses or the cart. No, that's true. But you guys, uh, and there's also a pile of bodies. Um, the devil bodies all kind of disappear to ichor and and ash oh. and just burnt um, residue, like almost like tar. Uh, where they fell, but any of the humans uh, or the knights or the the clerics or the mages that attacked you or the knight that attacked you, uh, their bodies are there still. In fact, some of them are starting to wash downstream uh, because some of them fell in the water, so. Yeah, we probably should talk about that. Yeah. What is their... They are dead. Their spirits are gone. It seems people are looking for you. For me? Yeah, all of you, I suppose. Crag, these Eye of Pelor, they, they are hunting us. And with what I saw of your, your magic, they will hunt you too. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. You wield magic, and there's an affinity with these devils. I don't know the full extent of it, but that lance that you wield, it's magical. Uh, the, Do you recommend I don't take this? I recommend that you be wary around the Eye of Pelor. Look, mm-hmm. no one, no one in North Omelette is a friend of the eye. It's, we follow old traditions. You know this, right? I do. Johannes pipes up but says, either way, some do, some don't. Regardless, they are local law is we may want to deal with these bodies somehow so no one comes. All right, I will start working on them. And I start piling the bodies together. Sure. Possibly on a raft if we have one. <laughs> Was there anything else in the bag of holding? Oh, yeah, you start dumping it, and um, and you're also searching the various bodies. You end up finding yeah. a bunch of stuff, which I'm busy trying to type into... Uh, chat as you guys are doing that so uh, you guys can keep chatting while you guys are pulling stuff up horseshoes some potions some scrolls um there's actually one crossbow bolt that had uh just missed archibald um or uh somebody on the wagon and it had embedded itself in the side of the wagon and uh uh as you guys uh darmida you recognize a good arrow or bolt when you see one and this is it is gorgeous it's elven make and it it practically like as you walk past it it just you you're an, a ranger so you know good arrows when you see them and this one's like one of the best things you've ever seen it is a crossbow bolt but it is you pull it out of the wood and take a look at it and it is definitely got enchanting etching all along the sides i'll just Um, you find a couple of potions. You've seen potions of healing before, so you get two of those. 
uh, you get, uh, um, let's say Ben Coombe, you're kind of, are you, you're piling bodies. Um, yeah. Fenris, you find, uh, as you're pulling through, there's this weird ointment and you, uh, in a jar and you pop it open and you give it a sniff and it is a, it definitely has, it, I don't even know how to say it. Krugamostus. It's a healing type potion, uh, ointment. Very potent actually. Um, the the fallen uh, cleric, the uh, woman that Fenris had some um, issues with, uh, she seems to be wearing some kind of ring. Okay. So if you I'll wanna... take a look at it. Well, I'm assuming because you were investigating her, you would have seen it before the rest of us. Absolutely. All right, so I've typed those in to roll 20. Along with quite a bit of coin um, amongst the various bodies, they were all pretty well paid, uh, and they were most of them were carrying their coin on them. Um, and then uh, Archibald has a new blade as well. Um, I'm just going to call it the broken, or the ha half blade, until... Uh, so if we're seeing Fenris pulling this stuff out of this 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 bag of holding, mm -hmm. what do the boots look like? Um, they, I mean, you didn't mention those ones. No, no. Um, you guys, those were on a body. In fact, they were on one of the. Um, uh, oh, I thought it was bag of holding coal, and this was in it. No, no. This is kind of everything <laughs> that you guys you guys gather from looting. Um, so you see one of the one of the crossbowmen that had been up on the big rock had these boots that were uh they're very fancy leather boots but they've got these etchings of of wings on either on both heels and um they're just such a nice pair of boots they kind of stand out with the rest of the gear uh and that is if you spend the time to actually take a look at them it is a pair of winged boots yeah i'll look at those so you guys can go ahead and divide up what you want from the spoils there the only thing that uh, Ben Coombe wants is to be able to hold the bag of holding. That's all. You guys can have the rest. You should probably take the shield or something. I don't know if he uses a shield. Well, it's not a shield. It's, it's, a, it's a ring, right? Oh, one shield. There, there's a shield body. plus one. Um, my mind is perfectly sound. Nothing could invigorate this more. It's true. He's got a headband on. <laughs> so it's ready it to work out. That is also true. I have finally attuned to the Hat of Disguise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I turn into one of the devils we just fought. Whoa. Uh, Archie, Archie and Johannes immediately turn around and draw weapons. Archie's holding a broken sword and a dagger. I turn back and I, uh, this time I'm wearing like a top hat and a monocle. And I turn back and I say, "Got you, old fellers." But um, okay, how do you guys want to divide up things? I don't care. I just assume that Fenris is carrying everything. Now he has a bag of holding, so I can just like it's even easier to assume that. It's great. Okay. Well, I mean, 
Bankum wants to carry the bag of holding. I think Bankum, you wanted to, you wanted to carry the bag of holding. Yeah, I just want to have it on my person. Really, that's it. He, he's just naked with a loincloth and a nice fancy okay. shoulder bag. To technically be like the uh, the carrier, because I have the strength to do it. I just, I still want to. That's do true. <laughs> okay. It's just a. Um, I'm okay. interested in those boots. I'm interested in the ring of mind shielding and the. Um, the Cleotus ointment, whatever that is. Something like that. It's yeah. I rolled for it. I was like, "What is this? It's pretty nice healing type stuff." Yeah. Um, the old man is uh, sifting through, and um, uh, the old hermit looks up at. Um, he actually he's very distracted. He's standing at the side of the river. Unless you steer him into the wagon, he's like just standing at the side of the river. Bends down, picks up a stone looks at it as though it's a fine diamond and you guys are just like he's oh oh this would be good and he looks among the bodies to find a new pouch to put start a new rock collection and then he casts a kind of an annoyed look over at Johannes okay do I notice the look that he gives Johannes with your passive perception absolutely Okay, I'll go over to Johannes quietly and just be like, listen. It doesn't seem like the rocks that you took were of very much value. Like, they seem to be sentimental to him. He's a bit crazy. What do you say? Can we just give them back? They're my rocks. I, un I understand that, and we'll find you more rocks. They're just rocks. Yes, but they mean something to the old crazy man, so they mean something to me. Go ahead and roll perception check, uh, persuasion check. Ooh. Black. You're up against the Bard of Swords on a persuasion check. Yeah, and that's the raw mm. 19 on the die. I don't even know what his modifier is, but I know it's good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Johannes launches uh, into this long explanation of his logic as to why he stole the old man's prized rock collection. And he's like, but you see, it's for his own good. You see, oh, man. He's so obsessed about this that it's distracting him to keep them away from him that you know, distraction could actually, could actually feed into drawing him out and getting more information from him along the way he convinces you to reveal a piece of information as to why you care so much so Dermida what do you reveal to Johannes okay that's pretty good Knowing I that he kicked your ass on persuasion. Yeah. Oh. Like well, he accidentally gets you to reveal something as to why you care so much. It just just one piece of information. Doesn't have to be key, but he wants he presses you to be like, and why do you care? He doesn't put it that way, of course. He's much more slick than I am. Like he's like, you know, we all care for broken old animals, but in particular, what does it mean to you? Like, so it gives the old man, gets the old man riled up. 
I just... I feel somehow connected. I don't know. Huh. It just seems like somebody who's in need of my protection. And then I punch him. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll uh, see. Yeah. We'll see what he gets from that next game. Um, so you, I'm going to assume everybody, you've made your pile of bodies. Um, you have managed to collect them all. Thanks to the little pile of rocks at the bottom of the st uh, stream. None of them actually washed downstream yet, which is towards town, by the way. Um, so you managed to gather them up. Good call, Binkum. And you managed to build your pile. Are you guys going to do anything with them after you strip and loot? And yes, Craig, you can have half plate based on assembling bits of chain and gambesons and from the knight himself. Um, so well, you just take it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I mean, it'll it'll, it'll like at the end of the short time. rest. I would well, you're a tanner. You're used to working with armors, uh, at least sure. of some types. So I would yeah. allow a, a check. Um, yeah, yeah, I figured with proficiency it. actually, but I'll um, allow it in a short rest. Though. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll resolve that later. I don't think it'll be an issue right now. Sure. Um, this pile of bodies, I assume, is a lot and not something that is easily. Probably something like ten or twelve bodies. Yeah. Yeah. With the we rest could... of the people in your wagon, it would be a hard fit. Yeah. We could dig. Is this we... the main road? It's. It's not a main road. It's it's one of three ways up north from here, but not that many people travel this way. Um, oh, let's just throw them deeper into the bush. All right, that's a cool solution. And only people who will be looking for them will be looking will find them. And well, sorry, Fenris, uh, they seem to find you everywhere they go. Yeah, sorry, just. Uh... A quick point of order for the i do kind of want to divvy up the gold so there's what there's six of us mm -hmm. so each of us get 125 oh my bad i did the math wrong yeah each of us get 125 gold i mean i'll hold on to the, the items except for the bag of holding and the pair of wing boots and the shield does anyone want the shield plus one i'll hold on to the ointment the, the mind shielding and the horseshoes if then the two potions of healing if anyone does anyone want the two potions of healing because i've got one and an ointment I'll probably take, yeah um i might take one potion yeah so darmita you get a potion benkum you get a potion i'll keep the ointment and the ring of mind shielding uh darmita you wanted the pair of wing sh wing boots um crag do you want the shield plus one um I, mean, I don't really plan on using it as like a mechanical choice. Yeah, Hendris can... is like, here, take this. I'm like, yeah. all right. I a guess. side note: yeah. if if mm. Ben Coom wanted to wield it, he could still use his chain and a shield. Oh yeah, Ben Coom, you should hold the shield. But he does would... have a maul. Yeah, just because I could switch between. You could switch. Because it would give me a crazy AC difference. Yeah, yeah. it's plus three to your AC. Yeah, so everyone add one twenty-five. Yeah. I think a lance is two-handed, so I don't think Lance's Craig. Are two-handed unless you're mounted. So if I did start becoming a mounted combatant, I could do it that way. Yeah. Well, I'll hold it temporarily until you become a mounted combatant. Well, I mean, I could just get on a horse. I mean, but yeah. I don't think I'm. Oh, I thought you had like the what's it called the like horse fighting feet or something like that. No, I don't plan on taking that. But <laughs> even without it, still just getting on a horse. 
pretty good. Right. But I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm just getting like flashes also, of the old. I'm, I'm on a horse. Like an adventurer, <laughs> so like this is not like like he's just going back to town. <laughs> My only point of order is that uh, it would be 133 gold pieces for everybody. It's a good old fashioned now, math off. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you you are right. You are right. We're <laughs> cool. <clears throat> you are correct. Cool. And then twenty. And yeah, let's. Uh, all right, I've written things down. Um, <laughs> let's go. Well, actually, Johannes, I'm actually, turn to, oh, sorry, go to ahead. the others, to you guys, and say, listen, they're hunting us, specifically hunting me. I'm not sure if it's wise for all of us to come back to the hamlet. There might be another trap there. There could be more of them. I think we need to think about where we go next because Clea, we wanna, could easily fall into another trap. Quite frankly, I want to get to um, I want to get the old man to Sarah. I agree with you. Safe for him to be is with her i think what's best is i know that's that the villagers aren't that far from town and and craig i know that you said you want to finish some business with your dead brother yes i think those of us who are being hunted they know who we are we need to get out we need to avoid this Hamlet and find Sarah. But what about our money? They promised us good pay for those villagers. And it was a promise, said Johannes as well. No, that, that was, I know that that was, was definitely we... Archibald. Oh yes, that was Archibald. And Johannes was like, and we did promise. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Johannes, I, I think you have the ability to d disguise yourself. So do I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, ben yeah. Pardon me. What were we talking about? I was thinking about that one time I smashed a boat into that stone giant's face. I totally just phased out of our conversation. It's okay. What we're talking about is we think that Fenris and I and... The old man need to get to Sarah's camp as soon as possible. Sure, but do we have to take the old man? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. I will ride in the front with Archibald. All right. So Archibald hops up on the wagon. Just he's uh, basically bribed Johannes to clean him up with prestidigitation uh, with, for a portion of his gold. He's like, "Can you do something for this?" And uh, so Johannes is like, fine. It's just starts cleaning him off one foot at a time as the lemur guts just slosh to the ground, and he's slashing him, splashing himself in the water as well. You guys notice that he, like, when he's washing himself in the in the river. He might dress in somewhat tattered, fancy clothes, but he's got the body of a pit fighter, complete with scars and tattoos. He just looks like this wiry, like, oh, just, oh, it's, it, it's such a contrast. And then he puts his powdered wig back on. His, That's better. And then gets back up on the wagon. <clears throat> 
almost actually he probably looks a little better for wear than when you first saw him ride in oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you guys are ready to go where you want um so you're gonna try to track down um sarah to uh disguise ben coom into like the fanciest man he could imagine which is uh probably not that fancy it probably tops like archibald coming in on the carriage nice well is it just you that looks fancy or is it a different person Uh, i guess i would match archibald but i i see I think he's a fancy fellow. So you can appear to be different um, uh, human uh, or something, like a tall human, if you want to. Uh, you, you can lose a foot of your height. I think you're probably t- coming in at about eight feet or almost. So yeah, you, I'm foot human. You're going to be, a, sorry, your mic cut out there. But human. A seven-foot human. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you're just a tall, lanky beast of a, of a human man dressed in a fancy outfit. You change the... Archibald's like, those are my colors. And so you change the color of it, but then you look pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Johannes is going to actually get dressed in... Change his outfit and... Uh, um, use his disguise kit. Can I just double-check? So the plan is... Fenris and I are going to take one horse because we had two living horses. Yeah. Well, you've, you actually have three in all. There was one of them that survived on the wagon. So you have three I horses. We had four total. I thought we had three mm. plus the one you're, survived you're right. from the two. You're right. So you actually have, um, you can top up the wagon with two and still have uh, two two left over. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I thought we had four horses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so are Fenris and I going to take um, the old man and head off? And these this group is going to go to town, drop off the small people, and then we'll reconnect? After. Archibald's like, you know, I did just leave her. Why? I know exactly where they were. And... Um... And Johannes is like, and I have some business I would like to take up with them. How about, how about you lot head back to town? This is Johannes speaking. How about you lot head back to town, and I'll, I'll, we'll escort the old man over to Sarah. I'm going to see Sarah now. So what I think is this: um, we there's two free horses. Johannes, Crag, and the couple can go back to town. Johannes can disguise himself, and I don't think they're hunting Crag. Crag can finish his business, and um, Johannes can meet up with the rest of us at uh, Sarah's. Yeah. Because I know Johannes wants to collect his bounty. So, Johannes, you can you can come with us, or you can go collect the bounty and come back with it. Good point. Stay. What do you say, Johannes? What do you want to do? Um, can you go ahead and roll a D... Let's do a persuasion check there, Fenris. Well, does he have a preference? He does. Uh, Johannes does have a preference. Well, it depends on how persuasive it it is. He's got another bit of persuasion. Uh, you're basically versus Darmida's persuasion, by the way. Oof, 11. I believe Darmida got a 12, right? Uh, the previous time. No. No? What did you roll? <laughs> I rolled low. 
She rolled a six. Oh, you rolled a six. All right, so Fenris, you convinced him. He's like, good point. Money is money. I do like money. He jangles his purse. All right. Oh, and and Johannes, because I I probably overheard him. Mm -hmm. Why don't you give the old man back his stones? Go ahead and... uh... Huh? This All is right. a new. This is a new roll. So go ahead and make a make the roll. Ooh. Fifteen. And you're charismatic, even though he's got a good modifier. He only rolled an eight, so he's like, <sighs> fine. He he gives them back to the old man and mutters something to him. Um. Uh. Anyone with a passive perception over fourteen? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, wait, no. Johan- Johannes, uh, Dermita, your passive perception is pretty high, right? I have 14, no? exactly. Okay. I have 15. So, Dermita, he actually glances out of this out of his eye as he's giving these back to make sure Dermita's out of earshot, which is why she doesn't hear. But most of the rest of the group hears him t- pass to the old man and says, Someday I'll find out exactly why you love these things so much. And also, what it is between you and Dermita. In the meantime, here you are. And gives them back to the old man. He saddles up, uh, climbs up on one of the saddles, and uh, gets ready and take gets the um, the young couple out of the wagon. They seem a little perplexed. Into the wagon, out of the wagon, into the wagon. They um, so Toby and Kara climb up on the the other horse, and who else is going? Uh, Craig. Oh, Craig is. Yeah. Okay, Craig so you'll go back to town. So you'll be walking. He's literally been carrying his dead brother. Yeah. All right. Um... Kara and uh, Kara and Toby. Toby. Yep. Yeah. Send you. It was a lot more difficult rescuing you than first anticipated. Yeah. Send your regards to Farmer Bill and Mayor Kessler for me. All right. Uh, thanks again so much for coming to get us. Uh, we're we're always gonna remember you guys and caroline's forward she's clearly the more confident of the two and she's like we are in your debt if there's anything we can do you let us know okay i'll remember that and coom would like to teasingly intimidate the smaller man (laughs) go ahead and roll okay thank you 18 (laughs) oh damn uh, I, I, oh, I, I there it is! <laughs> just like you guys, just like <laughs> Toby. Toby, who's in the front, who's riding cars around uh, around back. Um, he looks up and kind of gives a nod to each of you as he goes. And when he locks eyes with Ben Coom, your face morphs into one of the Bone Devils, and you growl at him. And he simultaneously falls off the horse, shits himself. He like and flees down the road screaming. Oh, oh my god, they're back! Oh my god, they're so... It's, 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 he rolled a nat one. I mean, I, as long... Yeah. 
a ripcord fart. I am I am a okay with the consequences. Oh, there's a little trail behind him as he's am running I, away. Am I close enough to that situation? Yeah, you absolutely are. Like an attack of opportunity. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have to run a bit to actually catch up to him and then let him leave your range, but that'll work. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a track, but you're like, oh. I just said if I was there. No, he does get a few feet on you. Order. Yeah, he gets a few feet on you. Not chasing him down though. Oh, so he's running down the path. Yeah, that's, that's my job. Um, Kara, Kara rolls her eyes and says, This is the man I married. Okay. Turns the horse. That's Toby! Toby! <laughs> Toby! <laughs> uh, Johannes rolls his eyes and kicks his horse and follows after. Craig, you're standing with the rest of the group. Oh, well, I mean, I'm 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 gonna go with them, right? Okay. It's just about everyone needs to get it. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm so gonna get gone, into the wagon. I'm gonna wait for that to come back, and yeah, I'm gonna get in the wagon. And while I do, I'm gonna use the um, the pearl oh. power. Yeah, I'm a little low on spells. Yay! I did my job as a DM. <laughs> I made this sorcerer. Didn't you let us get a long rest? <laughs> I didn't get a long rest yet. I mean, we yeah. might have another we engagement. Might. Yeah. So yeah. you climb into the back of the wagon, close the door. Um, the old man is, uh, is kind of sitting there, mumbling to himself and looking happily at the stones and arranging them on one of the seats. Um, you you pull out this brooch with the small pearl in the middle and you stare at it, and it just the world pulls away. And you take a deep breath, and this energy flows into you. And at first, it's a nice, warm feeling of, of rejuvenation. But almost by comparison, you can sense, not far, maybe a few miles, you sense this presence just for a second. And you hear this. And this has nothing to do with the Pearl of Power. It's just that, by contrast, you sense the difference. And for just a moment, you hear a quiet, just on the edge of hearing, voice. (laughs) I will find you. Right. And then you're back in the wagon. And the pearl kind of had this iridescent glow, fades a little. It'll, you know from experience that it'll, it'll kind of rejuvenate in the moonlight. Okay. You have your spell slot. I'm going to attune to my boots. Absolutely. You guys can take oh, the yeah. time to do that. You guys are Dude, on the best. move. Um,. All right, so I'm going to jump over to Craig's side of things for a few minutes. Uh, so if anybody wants to grab a, a coffee or a, or whatever, you know, I'm a late night coffee drinker because I'm crazy like that. So I'm going to jump over to Craig's side because he and Johannes are taking the small folk. So we'll be back with them, uh, with the rest of you in a few minutes. Okay. Okay. You're welcome to listen if you Always want. Always split the party. Yeah, let's split the party. All right, Craig, you are plodding along. Um, The horses easily outpace you, so they kind of have to keep pausing and resting. Um, That seems to be okay because uh, after the fall, uh, Toby's feeling a little bit sore and and 
they're okay to go at a slower pace. It's been a lot for them. Actually, it's prefer to walk if they can. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, it's been a lot for you. I mean, you're a tanner by trade, living on the edge of a of a hamlet in the in the relatively settled um, area. Kind of, it's Wildmount, but it's on the edge of Wildmount, so kind of north of of civilization. A little, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, north of civilization, and. uh, it's a pretty wild area. You're pretty used to fending for yourself. You've definitely been in some scrapes, but nothing like the last few days. No. Yeah. Johanna seems to be content to ride quietly uh, along as as the small folk kind of chatter. And uh, Go ahead and do an insight check for me, if you care to. Sure. Okay. Actually, I'll let you choose. You can do insight or perception. Um, sure. Yeah. I guess I'll probably, I, I, I like the idea that I'm sort of looking him over considering I don't really know this guy at all. Um, I believe my perception, yeah, perception is quite okay. Did that roll? There it goes. Ugh. Yeah, it didn't roll well though. Eight. Okay. So you can, you're very distracted. I mean, you are literally carrying the corpse of the brother that you killed under the yeah. sway of the succubus. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting a lot of flashback moments to just good times. Your brother and you squabbled at times, as siblings do, but he was a business partner as well as a brother. You spent a lot okay. of time together. Um, he would tend to deal with the more wild side of things, and you would treat uh, the, the game that he brought back. But it was a good arrangement, and he did stay with you when he was in town. And then the rest of the time, he was a bit more... Um, I Actually, I, I'm going to assume... Don't let me speak if you have different backstory. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah, I think we're going to go somewhere with that, yeah. Uh, let me rephrase that. How much time... What was the last conversation out of this way of the succubus that you had with your brother? Well, this is something we haven't talked about, which is, I don't actually know why Craig was up there. Um, whether he was, both, both of them presumably, um, were sort of lured out there for some reason, or if they went for some reason. As we talked previously, the town has old traditions. Now, I, I never contextualized that as meaning that they were a town full of, you know, fanatic cultists or anything, right? Like, again, he's not really a warlock in the traditional sense mm-hmm. this this pact is unwilling and has sort of happened by happenstance in an odd way so let's um, flash back you and your brother have been checking the outer lines and your brother had been complaining that things kept cutting the prey loose and that it things had been scaring the game uh and that he'd been having to go further and further afield to get to get what he needed to bring back for you to treat Right, and so it's Hunter Tanner. That's cool. I like that. And so uh, that explains some of your abilities of being able to handle yourself in a fight as well. Um, so you, you'd, he'd asked you to go along with him in a small group uh, just to go check the far lines, pretty far uh, away from the city. Uh, you, oh, you sometimes used to do this, but he was, he was saying, uh, you know, he was down a few men and he wanted your help, and you should get out, little brother. Um, 
Uh, you should get out more, little brother. It, the it's a big, wide world out there. Yeah, Drac. Um, yeah. You are always needing my help, Drac. Well, it's not. Oh, here, hold on. Well, it's not so much that I need your help. I'm just doing a favor. I promised Mother I would keep an eye on you. I I reject this. <laughs> I I can't actually hear. Whoa! Hey, that that's really loud. It's 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 too demonic. He's not a demon. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, let me see if I can find a better one. It was good when there was a demon voice in in, oh, in Penrose's head, this? but it's... oh, that's that's still pretty demonic. Just, just do just do the voice. I'm literally trying to imitate the voice you were doing when you did Craig. <laughs> that's true. Because you I do a lot of voice acting. I ever did. Like yeah. Just, just All right, that that's voice. fine. I'll do I'll do I'll do his brother. All right, I promised mom and dad I'd keep an eye on you, little bro, and you know, and that involves getting some sun from time to time. Well, good and hurt, right? Hey, uh, somebody cut this thing loose. Let's. What's that? You guys look up ahead, and you can see this fallen deer, uh, in a in in um. This is a flashback, by the way, uh, in a, a slight clearing and you see a deer that had managed to get loose from one of the traps on the edge of the clearing and it has now fallen in the middle of the trap and there is this thing kind of small humanoid creature standing over it pulling out bits of innards and chewing on them you look you get a little closer curious what this thing is and uh, your brother like reaches up grabs an extra pardon me grabs an extra hand axe off of his belt forces it into your hands and says careful uh what is that thing i don't know um is it like you described it as humanoid what what's like what am it's I, kind what of small it? and hunched over the body of a fallen deer uh it's not a, make it any color it's like a silhouette uh you can do a perception check sure 18 whoa he, yeah, your brother doesn't seem to notice. He's like, come on, we'll scare it away. No big deal. He starts marching in there um, and doesn't hesitate. But you hold back a second and you look at it and you see dark reddish skin, leathery wings. It's what you would later realize was an imp. And it's busy munching away on the like innards. Small, so like tiny, so like the size of a squirrel. Um, no, it's a bit bigger than that. It's it's uh, probably the size of a, of a, a medium-sized a dog. Yeah, smaller than a halfling, but not not totally small. Like I'd, my imps are not like little shoulder dwellers most of the time. They are uh, they're a little bit bigger than that. It, and this one's a fair fair size. Like it'd be like head and yeah, shoulders. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's it's just chewing away on this. Its tail, uh, kind of scorpion-like tail. Uh, oh, yeah. kind of twitching over his shoulder and it's it's leathery wings is just kind of ruffling it's his back to you guys your brother's like we can we can just scare it off yeah I like reach out like wait that does not your brother moves just beyond your reach ignoring you like he did so often um uh when you were growing up and he goes running in and he's like he he throws his, his other hand axe and it hits the imp but scatters off to one side not doing as much damage as it probably should have the thing turns around and hisses and and um at this point 
your brother goes and he goes running in there um drawing another blade you're about to don't at this point you also look around as you hear twigs snapping nearby and you're standing on the edge of this clearing. Your brother is now in the middle of it, kind of swinging it wildly at this giggling imp. Uh, as I thought this, he like, like ran off into the woods. Like, no, no, he ran. He ran towards it. Okay. And uh, uh, the imp is busy laughing at him. <laughs> come on, come on! You can do better than that. Uh, hold on. There we go. Um, so he, your brother's kind of in the middle against this solitary thing, and he calls back to you, Hey, come on, help me scare this thing away, or kill it. Uh, and then you hear twigs around you snapping, and you look, and you see one shadow step out behind a, a tree. Definitely medium-sized humanoid. Though you got good eyes in the dark, uh, and I'll yeah. take your previous perception check. You see um, what looks at first glance to just be uh, maybe a ranger or a, a some... Sure. armed figure carrying a spear but you notice that their cloak kind of falls to one side uh, and their hood kind of falls back and their skin is dark red and they have leathery wings as one of the as a, a cambian um, what you would later realize is one of the cambian children of the succubus mm-hmm. uh, is uh, standing there and, and you look again and another one and then a, another imp kind of flies down, and they have now surrounded you and your brother, and the, the one imp is still sitting, giggling and laughing and dodging the blows of your brother. Thrak, stop. I, I don't know what's going on, but that is not... It's just a little thing. We can... He looks over and sees the others. Uh, we, we don't want any trouble here. And, and the smaller Cambian... Uh, it, it's actually only a teenager. Sure. But looks up at you and looks up at them. You're trespassing. Uh, under whose authority? My mother's. I apologize if I don't know her. It's Yeah, you wouldn't have any idea. No. That's alright. You can apologize in person. Let's go. Drac. Look over at him. Yeah. He's still holding a hand axe and a short sword. Actually, no, he threw that. Can I read off of his, like, opinion of this? <laughs> He's I'm si- the baby brother. What do we do? <laughs> he he looks at them. He's like, look, one of you little pipsqueaks piss off. And the imp stings him from behind. And oh. he cr- crumples to the ground. To him, he's not dead, but he is definitely. Sure, but, like, he's poisoned. I'm going to take a look at that wound. It, it's a festering, like... You've seen bad wounds before, and it immediately starts swelling up. Oh, nice! Not Twenty medicine check. It is swelling up fast. Suck and there's the this green. You absolutely do. 
Yeah. Um, you, you do that and you actually uh, allow him to do an extra save and you, you probably just saved his life. Um, and he's sitting there, oh, it's small, but it's got a bad bite. Don't let him behind you, bro. <sighs> Wait, can I, can I grab the imp? Can I just like grab it? Like, uh, you, you can make a, a, a swing for it, sure. Like if he's right there to have been stinging, then I'm like... Well, he's stung and then moved back a bit as you did sure, notice. Whatever. He's sitting there... He's <laughs> <laughs> fair. He's on first. I didn't know they're not 20. I grab him by the throat. <laughs> he got this the is end. my brother. This is my brother. Okay. Okay. No problem, man. No problem. He swung at me first. I just, you know, I don't start fights. I finish them. <laughs> I kill him. I break his neck. All right. Uh, go ahead and... Uh, how much damage can you deal with melee? I mean, I guess one plus my strength. And it's not a magical weapon, right? I think imps are... I don't think they are. I think they just have the fire immunity. Oh, oh no, that's... they do. You're right. They do. They do. They do. I remember because yeah. I was looking at the stats for... That's right. right. So you um, you squeeze until his little red head turns purple. And he's yeah, just like... I mean, like, I guess I'm not really snapping laughing. its neck. I'm no. choking it out. They do have to breathe. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just like... <laughs> There's not spice to it. Uh, eventually, this heavy thump comes down on the back yeah. of your head. It seems appropriate. <clears throat> and um, the other companions of this imp, you just black out. You awaken on the floor of the succubus temple. And she is pacing around you. And she's just kind of taking stock. Your brother has been awake longer than you have, and he's been saying, speaking with her for a while. And she's seems very amiable, except oddly interested in uh, in why you were trespassing and how you were going to show your fealty to her. Uh, your brother being stubborn spits in her face, and oh well, we can't have that. Oh, you're awake. Your brother was just making a first impression. I can't take you seriously with that one. That one's not great. <laughs> no? Okay, I can't hear it, so hold on one second. Yeah, I know you can't. <laughs> no? Wow. Well, I was just going to use the, the up. How about this one? Uh, no, nothing. I'll just, not I'll that just one, do no. I'll just do my voice. I'll do my voice. That's fine. Voice mod pro wasted. All right. Hey, I appreciate that you like It'll my voice good, acting sure. better. Um, actually, she was basically British anyway. Your brother was just making an impression on me. She she squats down next to you. You're bound, right. and and like there is not much left to the imagination for her outfit. Yeah. So you were just like whoa, um, if you cared, and she she kind of t hooked up your chin. Now you, you seem younger, perhaps, and she kind of picks away at the tusks of your jaw, and runs a, a, a kind of a seductive finger along your temples. Perhaps you're a little more civilized than that one here. Tell me, are you the civilized one? 
what are you doing here? It has been our, it has been our home for our whole lives. Hmm. Well, you've gone a little far from home. You have entered my territory. I will admit, there are times we've had to be a bit quieter. But right now, the wilds are fairly empty of wandering folk. Which means I get a little bit lonesome up here. Answer my question. Are you the more civilized? There's a force behind this. Um, a compulsion, even. Go what's ahead and make a wisdom with, save. What's going on with, um, with Drac? He's bound, and uh, a couple of Cambians okay. are okay. So holding it's him. That, it's just that she's ignoring him because he's bound. It's not that, like... He, yeah, he's, he's not being intentionally he's quiet. Standing there. No, okay. he doesn't seem to be under the, uh, like under her sway at all. But now she's right. looking at you and noticing the 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 way in which you interacted with your brother. And she'd she says, "My companions, my servants, told me that you came into our territory and let us. You tried to hurt one of my pets." And she looks up at one of the imps. There are several in the rafters. Like, you count eight before your attention is drawn back to her again. Many more than what the rest of the party noticed later on. We so. were simply looking for game. <laughs> uh, to supply uh, the Hamlet. Aren't we all, my dear? Aren't we all looking for game? So you like game. I like games. We have so much in common. Tell me. He is your brother? Yes. Hmm. Blood runs thick and ties deeply. Have you ever heard about a set of brothers competing have you ever heard the old tales an old folklore of one brother trying to best another but i do in the end they always stand for each other oh how romantic I do love a good tale. Let's see. And then you black out. Yeah. I'm gonna save this time, it's predetermined. Cool. So you go walking, by the way, I did not plan that music. That was pure luck. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so by this time you're back at the Hamlet and um, Toby kind of shakes you from your reverie uh, and by saying, looks like we're almost home. And Kara's like, yeah, yeah, looks busy. The small town um, definitely has a lot of people in it. In fact, you notice horses and a banner or two of the Eye of Pelor. The main center of the town has what looks to be a small group 
of people gathered. This is Nosamla, right? This isn't Nosamla. Go through yeah. town to get there. Okay. No, no, this is Nosamla. Gotcha. It's outside the main garrison, bigger city, not too far. Great. From. Yeah. No, it's just you said town, and I wasn't sure if yeah. you meant that we had to go through. Sorry. Town to get no, there I meant like something. the hamlet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. All right, and I think sure. that's where we're gonna pause with you. And we're gonna take sure. a. I'm gonna take a quick little break. Uh, and sorry, guys. I know Dormita and uh, the rest of them just came back. Um, but we'll come back to you guys in just a moment. Doing this. Welcome back to the rest of the table, everybody. Thanks for your patience. As we, it's almost like Shadowrun. In Shadowrun, you always do, go over to the hacker, do a side game. Everyone else eats a pizza. That was fun, though. Thanks, uh, thanks, Greg. I've got a little bit more. I, I enjoyed that. But we're that gonna great. we're gonna tease that out. I do have more, so we'll watch for that opportunity for another flashback. Nice. All right, so we are back. We are Psychos Live. We do take live suggestions, so if people are just tuning in, um, jump in. Yeah, be active in yeah, chat. We got it down that. there. Um, I'm keeping half an eye on it, but if I miss it, uh, my uh, I'll just drop it down there. All right. So uh, while Craig and Johannes are off uh, noticing that Nosamlet has a small troop uh, of Eye of Pelor group kind of clustered near the middle, uh, everyone else, you're making your way through the wilds uh, just north, uh, what's called uh, uh, Mirwood, I think it's called. And uh, you guys have been riding along with the wagon, dividing up loot, attuning to a variety of uh, instruments and uh, weapons and, and so on. Um, so what do you guys want to do while you're traveling? I'm going to be uh, kind of scouting ahead of them. Sure. To uh, kind of keep look out for uh things absolutely threats things like that okay since it's particularly looking for any threats or danger i mean you you were just ambushed um i'm gonna get you to do a perception check but it is your favorite terrain so you can have advantage on this And it's a survival check, right? Um, actually, I was going to say perception, because you're particularly looking out for any baddies. Oh. Uh, although, Ben Coombe, if you want, you could either do a perception or a uh, survival check as well. All right. I personally would prefer survival, but I'll go with... 21. Well, because you said you're on the lookout for baddies. <laughs> oh, for those... Uh, yeah, that's a two. <laughs> that is a one and a two. A one and a two. So nah. we'll we'll resolve Bella's in just a moment, Darmida's in just a moment. Uh, uh, ben Ben Coom. Oh, boat, boat, Sudden boat, smashing with the boat. Weird. I, I can, can suddenly, suddenly hear myself. That's, that's very, very strange. strange. I don't, I don't know, know why. why. Why? Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. That's, that's going to throw, throw me, off. me off. I think. I think it, it is... is. Why? Technology. Technology. Oh no. That's, That's not, not roll, roll 20. 20. I just, I just hit, hit something, something and now, now I can, I can hear, hear myself. myself. One, One sec. sec. No. Don't, Don't know, why. know why. Yeah, just have Twitch open. I did that once. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't have, have Twitch. Twitch. I no, no idea, idea why. why. Audio, Audio source? source? No. no. Weird. Weird. 
Hold on, Hold one, on sec. one sec. Two. Okay, okay so, so it's, it's not, not the stream. stream. Must, Must be something, something weird with Zoom. Zoom. All right. All right. Anyway. anyway. Um, blah, that's, that's very, very distracting. distracting. Hold, Hold on. on. Sorry, Sorry, guys. I mean, like, listen to your input is just a standard feature on Windows, so it might be that. I don't think there's a hotkey to turn that on, but yeah, yeah apparently, apparently yeah, I found a hotkey. Hot Weird. So that's what it is. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's Zoom. Zoom. Zoom is messing me in. Oh, I, I just mean like in like standard Windows stuff, you can mm -hmm. go into your, you know. What, well, I guess I'll check that out real quick. In the, in the meantime, meantime, I'll suck, I'll suck it up. Ben um, Coombe with, with a 21. You are going to... Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so with, with a 21, 21, you can definitely uh, navigate, navigate, no problem. problem. You, know you know which, which uh, camp, camp that the brigands are going to be at this, this time. time. Uh, and, and you have a fairly, fairly easy path. So, so you go, go ahead, ahead and find your way pretty quick. I'm I'm not going to tell anybody, but I guessed... Yeah, I... yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. D20 represents dumb luck, let's be honest. Absolutely. <laughs> Once pointed in the right direction, and I've guessed like 10 times, so this is the one of 10 de dentists that people don't should not go to. That reminds, that reminds me of like, like um, what do they call it? it? Uh, oh, oh, I think... Mm. Sorry, right, this, this voice thing, thing is really, really messing, messing me up. up. You know, uh, like recording turned on to um, listen to your audio. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess so. Maybe, Maybe I'm, I'm recording, recording things. things? Oh, sorry, sorry guys. guys. So like technical difficulties. Bring up your microphone. Right click. Go to properties. Go yeah, to I, I already checked, checked there. there. It's, it's not, not that. that. Definitely okay. not. One, one two. two. Now I get like, like triple, triple echo. echo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when my mic is muted, I can hear it. So I don't know what's going on. All right, All right, tell, tell you, you what. what. This, is this is weird, weird but, but I'm just going to try and send something through. Send all the stuff out to the Yeti, Yeti instead. instead. Okay. okay, well, well I, can I can still, still hear myself. myself. That's annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> That's what the pro streamers do. So you can always keep a tabs on that. On your, on your own, own volume. volume. Yeah. 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 Well, at well, least, at least now, now the legs, legs a little less. less. So, so anywho. anywho. So, so, um... Our speed is doubled. Oh, wait, oh that's, that's right. right. So, so you're, you're going to be... Whoa. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is annoying. annoying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys. guys. We're going to have to pause for a second. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. anyway we'll be we'll back, back in just a sec. sec. Oh, oh, hey, Darcy. Go ahead and explain the giveaway for me, will you? Yeah. Sure, yeah. So we are running a, I guess it's a raffle. That would make sense. That's how you would yeah. do yeah. it. Um, for a, I believe, Shadowrun 6 box set, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're going to planning on doing Shadowrun eventually again. Um, <laughs> someday. Ooh. Something's chewy here. One second.
what it's running on so far and that in this campaign um and then you know send that to either the twitter or the instagram or you'll find a way i'm sure absolutely sorry can you do me one more favor because i think it cut out as you were speaking um i fixed my audio by the way i figured out what was wrong nice. um but um can you just say the umbra de Serra part one more time and anyone who wants to do this live or after the fact say the name just just so we can get the name one more time yeah it would be umbra de Serra subaluna plena corona de stella subaluna plena my name is Nico Montoya. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks. Sorry about the the delay, folks. And my mic is finally working. It was a voice mod pro problem. So I got, no, this is a problem. It's a great program, but I had the wrong button switched because <laughs> apparently it's got a uh, hot key that I have to watch for. All right. Ben Coombe, you are uh, riding up next to uh, Archibald, if I remember correctly. Is that right? I uh, I I think I was at the front of the wagon, yes. Yeah, so you and Archie are, are riding away, clippity-cloppity, and he's chatting away with you and just kind of um, generally trying to get to know you a little bit because it's the first time you've ever met him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So where did you come from? What's your deal here? <laughs> I love it. Keep going. <laughs> You're a strapping drink of water. Is that how the saying goes? These are actually Archibald's I words. I drink water. I <laughs> try not to as best I can. Do you have anything to drink? Water. <sighs> yes, uh, well, Archibald has I run low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right, so you guys are getting. I feel like you might have had natural purpose to that scene, though, Todd. No, 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 not did, really. Uh, I'm just kind of going. Please actually the flow. jump in because I was just bullshitting. No, no, uh, that that is exactly what Archibald would do. He is a bullshitter. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, so um, unless you have anything you particularly want to say to Archibald, you're just riding in silence there, Bencom. Um, could could I get a visual description? I don't know what he uh, what his race is. Absolutely. So he's a human, and he stand. He's a little bit shorter than average. Um, he kind of looks like a noble. He's got very fancy clothes, uh, but they're tattered around the edges. Uh, although a little less so now with prestidigitation, uh, having been cast on him recently. He carries himself as a fop, as a dandy. He's got a powdered wig and everything. Um, he does carry a dagger, which he's been kind of clutching closely, and he's also got this broken, uh, or not broken, but short blade of a what looks like a longsword with a basket hilt uh, tucked in his belt. And it, uh, when he's passed the reins off to you to drive, he's like, you take a turn. Oh, beasts of burden. He mumbles away, and he's kind of inspecting this blade and kind of... If you didn't know... Well, the mechanic is he's busy attuning to it. 
Oh. And he kind of hefts it. It's a little bit heavier than a, a rapier that he's used to, but it's got the, the cross hilt, and it's got a basket where the handle, hand is that's just big enough to fit two hands if you want to, but you can actually just wield it one-handed. He's testing the weight, and because it's got only like a five-inch little nub of a blade on it, uh, it's quite light. And he's kind of just waving it around and looking at it. There's to be some trick to this thing. No one would keep a broken half-blade thing. That's about when the attunement kicks in, and uh, just gotta find the right. And he does a little flourish just just in front of of Ben Coom, and this brilliant <laughs> light blazes yeah. forth as though looking at a sun. Just the heart of this blade, which extends now from the not the kind of the nub of a thing, now extends out a good, like almost uh, four feet from there. There we go. Well, I, uh, except he says I, it almost in a lovingly way. He's like, "There we go." And he, I would ask it. for a check from this person. Uh, from for a what check? Uh, a performance from um, Archibald, if possible. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Impressed, Ben Coom uh, is absolutely <laughs> I might not be impressed for some reason. <laughs> well, let's find out. Uh, he is a dueling duelist rogue. I don't think he's proficient. So, eighteen hey, was on the take on the roll. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, I show practically no facial expression besides like a curled eyebrow or a raised eyebrow. And just a, a subtle nod, like a sensei, just like nodding, just solemnly. Nice. So he has made an okay impression on you. That's that's good. Um, I don't have one of the old man. Hold on. I'll leave this one here for the old man. All right. So, oh, yes. Oh, and uh, Johannes th- has a raven on his shoulder, by the way, cutting back to the other side. Um Anyway, so, yes, Archibald is finally attuned to his Sunblade. Is it, like, a special Sunblade that has, like, like finesse? Sunblades automatically have finesse. Do they? I've never looked up the They stats. do. Oh, that's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, hmm. Jay, it is a sort of like a longsword hilt that ends here and then extends out when you decide to turn it on, taking a bonus action to activate it. It is a plus two magic item, uh, and... <sighs> And it glows with the light of the sun for, I think it's 10 or 15 feet, and it can be more than that if he wants it that to be. hyper-contrasting with this whole game. <laughs> yeah, he, it is not subtle, and he's just like... I mean, it does make sense, right? Um, at that point, um, Bella, you are pulled from your kind of... We're going to cut back to you in a sec uh, about what just happened before this. But, Bella, you see this brilliant light shining back <laughs> towards the wagon. Uh, it seems a little bit out of... Uh, it seems very strange at first. And then you see this l- blade of pure light uh, being wielded by Archibald at the front. And he seems pretty pleased with himself. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> do you want to do anything and head back? Or are you just going to keep distracted um no i'll press on okay i'm quite concerned about what's out here and i don't want to get distracted by what's going on with them sure um 
so uh, Archie puts away his blade. Uh, now, figured... come, like, turn it off now. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> he's like wills it and it <laughs> turns off. Right. Maybe I will keep this. Tucks it back in his, in his, in his, uh, in the, nice. in the scabbard for lack of a better place to put it. All right. Um, meanwhile, um, Darmida. You're riding through, but it's almost on autopilot. You know vaguely where you're going, and you are extremely distracted. There's, you haven't had a whole lot of time to actually digest what the old man means in your life. Um, I don't know how much time you spend thinking about your mother. You didn't... Um, you spent a lot more time with your father. Um, I don't even think you knew that she was different. So she probably left when you were very little. You have a few vague memories, but they're fuzzy at best. But hearing her name, whatever it is, internet... Come on, Internet, help me out here. But hearing her name brings back a lot of suppressed memories. And learning what you've learned about about her, about yourself, about the old man, his withered old skin and his madness totally hide what lies beneath but you've seen his true form uh you've touched his mind literally they have telepathy and that's how you were communicating before and you know that he is a deva a fallen deva and he chopped off his own wings and shatters his own memories and to learn that your mother was part of that it's very distracting. You cast your mind back to trying to find fonder memories, and you remember... You remember... your father... one night... sitting around a campfire. He didn't know you were up. And he was sitting there... clutching... one of his prized possessions... A necklace with a feather attached to it. He never really explained what it was, but you might have guessed. And he would be sitting there kind of humming a tune, slowly sitting, staring into the fire. That tune's in your head now. That same necklace is around. <laughs> that same necklace is around your neck now. I'm assuming you would keep it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I don't. It. It's hidden. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Under, yeah. Yeah. I don't wear it out. No, no. It's well hidden, well worn. 
You'd always assumed it was a, a token of some animal. But it might have been something more than that. I'm going to just kind of grab my neck and hold it and just humming to myself. The same the tune. As you're doing that, a shiver runs up your spine. And you... You get this sense You, it's it's a flicker, a feeling, almost like a, a call in the woods on the edge of hearing. But your normal senses can't quite pick it up. What do you do? I'm going to look at the same old forest you're so used to. In fact, you're so used to it, it's almost... You're almost blind to it. That explains the one and two on your perception checks, by the way. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go back to, is it the sense that I get, is it like, you know, that sense you get the fight, flight, freeze mm -hmm. sense when you don't see anything bad, but you, you feel like the hairs on the back of your neck kind of raise and you cross the street. Again. It is exactly that sense. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go back to the um, cart and I'm going to ca ca uh, cast Pass Without Trace. Sure. So you rush and, back and yeah. and throw branches and, and um, bits of shadow. You just pull it from being your gloomstalker nature, start disguising the wagon. Uh, the dandy's like, Oh, you throw something on him. He's like, I just got this cleaned. Um, you were honest isn't here anymore. Keep it clean, will you? Um, you shush him, and there's just a shift in the wind. I That translates to. It was almost impossible to make out. I stopped the horses and uh, tried to, as silently as possible, call Bankum and Pedras. They, yeah, they stop immediately and and go over. Um, and kind of scoot over to you. Archibald takes the the reins. He's like, fine, I guess it's my turn. Archibald, Fenris. Oh, sorry, uh, Ben Coombe, Fenris. 
Darmida has called you over to the side. Did I hear that on the wind? Um, yes, actually you did. The old man's mutterings almost blocked it out, but his he actually stiffens as soon as he hears it, looks, and then kisses the stones. We'll tuck you away here where you're good and safe. And then Darmida calls you over. Okay. Get out of the carriage, and I, I just look around and while I slowly make my way over to Darmida. Same. There. Go oh, go ahead. Cast, um, I'm going to go ahead and cast my Hunter's Mark so it's available. Sure. I... You can do that. Yep. It's ready to go. You ready an, an arrow. Um, a rain starts to fall. Hey. It had been clear just a few moments ago, and this just a cloud kind of blocks the sun, and another one shortly behind it, and another one, and the rain starts to fall. You guys, from where you are, you're moving away from town. It looks like this is moving... A bit of a storm front moving toward down from the north, down towards the town. Not a big storm, but in the distance, well, you've gone through a storm, correct? You have. Oh, I think somebody is making these lightning strikes. It's the eye. I think it's the one that's hunting me back at the fight. Then why do one I of the spine devils tried to take me to, to carry me off and take me to him. Yes, I know. I was there very clearly. I know, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you didn't necessarily know what he said to me. You just saw him grab me. Of course, yes. I didn't hear the words, but I saw this uh, escape you made. Yes. Quite impressive, as always. Darmita, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, your hunter's mark is ready, and you're sitting. It, it's moving south now. South? Uh, towards the town. Um... And in amongst, you see a flicker of, of lightning far to the north, kind of towards the mountain peaks where the big storm was previously. And now it's another flicker. The kind of lightning that stays in the clouds. Um, there was a bolt from the ground for a second, and then way far north from here, just on the edge of where you can see and then there's a little couple of flickers of lightning amongst the cloud as the storm moves. Very localized, probably within about five miles or so. Not near you directly, but moving south. At its oh. closest, if it keeps going, it'll probably be five, six miles away, but not moving in your direction. And it's moving at the, not too fast, but it's noteworthy. Yeah, just um, also going back to what Darcy said, I can't do the Hunter's Mark yet because I still get the pass without Trace up. Right. 
they're both concentration. But you call that to mind that that kind of mantra that your father taught you. The whole breathe in, exhale hard. Breathe in, half exhale, hold it. Be ready to fire. The storm moves past. It seems to be moving down. Ben Coombe, with your survival check and knowing the layout and just your pure blind luck of your natural 20, uh, you're like, hey, that's over uh, Nosalmat. Well, I'm glad we didn't go there. Hopefully the others are okay. How far away are we from Sarah's camp? Uh, Ben Coombe, you know you're not too far now. You're probably about a half hour. Only a mile. Okay. I think it was probably best that we let them go ahead and we stayed away. All right. I would like to sit by a fire. Let us go. Oh, wait. I totally forgot. Ben Coombe also has story points to hit on with you. (laughs) Do it. Uh, no, it was just more of when Darmida called us over. I wasn't sure if it was like, are we fighting or is she going to tell us something? Uh, she just had a, she got a case of the willies. Yeah, the heebie-jeebies. My heebie-jeebies went off. Yeah. Sure it is. I, uh, I, now that, actually, it's, yeah, it's interesting because I have just you two and we don't have Johannes who I quotably mistrust, I guess. Um, and then our new friend is mourning the loss of his brother. And we have mm-hmm. Archibald, who just seems dumber than me. Uh, That's the way he likes it, by the way. He likes <laughs> to seem dumber than most people. Yeah, he, he really he's a good dandy. Uh, okay. Golden eyes. You seem to be pursuing a path of vengeance. Vengeance will consume you. Maybe. But he killed my parents. You know, before I met you all and the imprisonment and Before I joined the band, I sailed the coast. I was in exile of my mountain and they blamed me for my brother's death. And so I left, vowed vengeance on who I thought to have killed my brother. And he landed me in jail, where then I was later bought and cattled and eventually escaped like Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the Scorpion. (laughs) That is a hundred percent true story. Who was this person that landed you in jail and possibly killed your brother? 
Captain Hook. And you're telling me that... Which, surprisingly, is is the leader of my tribe. <laughs> the leader of your tribe. Yes. Uh, it seems as though he w- was worried my brother would grab the leadership of our mostly chaotically organized clan. Really, I don't know what Sailing Goliaths. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, that was after. That was after. Just because uh, they think I murdered the tribe. Right, right. Sorry, I missed that part. No worries. This is all very clear backstory. No, do it, do it. Yeah. You know, Golden Eyes, I have 100% told Darmita all of this before. And so this is not news to my friend who I know very well, but Golden Eyes, I will have you know that wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be watching over you like a bear hybrid of an elk. And I will move so fast, your enemies won't even know that destruction is upon them. And you will know. You will know vengeance. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I tried not to laugh. That's all right. It's all good. Maybe one day we'll meet this Captain Hook. Who is the leader of my tribe, yes. Yes. And And we'll see what vengeance comes. I met a... uh, great captain down on the sea named Peter Pan Captain Pan and he was just he taught me a lot I can sail the seven seas or the nine seas or the Teldore seas anyways Darmita what a crazy thing to just be repeating all the things you know about me in front of (laughs) else so openly and honestly but a one thing vengeance will consume you but it is an adrenaline rush and you know I live for those so I am in and that solidly words of warning but like I'm cool with it (laughs) (laughs) that that I think definitely sums up why you are welcome in morally ambiguous like (laughs) it will consume you so, let's get a knife and fork and consume it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Remember, lean into the poison. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and is really are aware of how much he might be affected by this chain either, despite how wise he touts himself to be. <laughs> He's very wise. <laughs> That's very wise. In fact, that whole time the chain was just gently pulsing, thrumming as as though it was purring. It was purring. Just like, this guy makes some good points. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> This guy is making sense. Vengeance will consume you, and that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do some vengeance. Cap. Right. Okay. First things first. Let's get to camp. 
All right. So you guys uh, go a few. Uh, it's very short to get to camp from this point. You guys yeah. ride in. You give the right signals at the right at the right points so that the archers on the outside let you into camp. Um, after a few minutes, you you it's almost like you're in the woods. You see nothing. You see nothing. And then boom. Oh, there you are. Um, so you're already in camp uh, and you see like the disguised lean tos and everything of this mobile brigand camp and after a few minutes you see the hulking form of Billick come marching out of the uh, out of the trees and uh, comes up and um, I, I say something to him in giant about like just like a, a passing joke and, and then about our adventures and like killing somebody just really callously so he stops looking at this wagon he he nods at Darmida and he looks at everyone else and uh, he nods at, at Archibald and he looks at Ben Coombe and he leans in and takes a really strong look at him and then he goes Belek you speak giant but you you smell I don't like who are you? Nice. Damn, Balak. Got me good. I walk into camp. Billick's left scratching his head as the seven-foot human walks off into camp, dressed in dandy's clothes. Billick looks broadly confused, like... Mm. Oh god, golden eyes. I told you that whole story in like full costume and where <laughs> all the while I knew that you were in costume because you changed in front oh, yeah. of me and I was like, Yeah, he okay. knows who knew who you were. Yeah. Um but yeah, Billick is fully and soundly confused, as are many of the others. Um as you walk into camp, uh you guys sit back and, and out, out comes Sarah, uh the brigand leader, and she's still bandaged around her rib cage and um wearing not her regular armor because the bandages are in the way uh, but just regular clothing and, and this bandage around her she kind of looks at you guys ah you returned dandy you found them good I trust you're all well well enough so your business with the magistrate the succubus it's complete, but there's more complications now. Hmm. On her way back, and I tell her what happened mostly mm -hmm. when it comes to um, find, like finding out that we're being hunted. There's a storm that's moving around. We were ambushed. We noticed the storm. It was brutal. We were fortunate we weren't caught in the worst of it. Although we got a little bit scrambled. Some of our scouts didn't come back yet. I do, I do warn her that the Eye of Pelor is out in full force. This Eye of Pelor, you mean like Ostrin? Lord Ostrin, the paladin prick who leads his little sect? I mean them and their, their leader, Ostrin's leader, the Eye. That's, we learned that from the Veiled One. You did. She didn't. <laughs> so she's. She seems. No, no, no. I mean, and, I, that's and what I. Quiet. That's what I tell her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I say like I reveal that to her. She seems perplexed and quiet about that. That's funny. My father always thought there might be 
someone pulling Ostrin's strings, but I never believed him. Hmm. Well, regardless, we're preparing to move on. Uh, we're probably going to leave the whole area, but I have interests before we leave. Are you able to do me a favor before we go? I can reward you. All right, I think this is what you were talking about before we left. Yes. Another job. She's stirring kind of one of the fires, the cooking fires, a pot of, of soup or stew or something bubbling away. Yes. I was hoping to use the pardon made by the magistrate to free my father, even just to get him out of the door from the the garrison prison. Of course, that's gone to shit now that the magistrate himself is... Do you think he's dead? Did the succubus kill him? He is one of her children. And on the way there, we caught another one. Apparently, a number of them under the Eye of Pelor are devils or cambians. Hmm. This Eye is bringing all sorts of manner of things under his sway. And uh, he he gained a measure of control over a couple of her children. And that's why she was so interested in getting them back. I see. Well, that, that does complicate things. Regardless, I can't let my father rot away in a prison cell if I can help it. I'm looking for a group to go and get him. The le more subtle the better she looks up at at uh, <laughs> at Billick actually she's like I might need some people who can operate a little bit more quietly you've managed to survive thus far perhaps I can interest you in lending a hand your father's held up in a garrison prison yes He's been imprisoned. Used to be one of the actual Pelord sect. Not not the not this eye of Pelor nonsense, but he was a member of the the, the clergy of Pelor. And Austrin's there? Austrin's never too far away. He travels around the region, but he definitely spends a certain amount of time near the garrison. The garrison is in the larger, kind of more city, not the hamlet. Mm -hmm. um, you guys, uh, yeah, that's where you broke. Uh, it yeah. was within sight of the magistrate's house. Yeah. Trip back to that city. It would be dangerous for you, I realize. I understand if you don't want to, but I don't want to leave this region without at least giving it a shot. Some of my <laughs> men do want to move on to perhaps less stormy pastures. But I'd like to I'd like to at least try to get him out. Sarah? Yes? If we were to do this, could I ask a, a favor in return? Of course. What do you need, Darmita? It's hard to say Darmita in a British accent, <laughs> just saying. Darmita. Yeah. Darmita. I should look this way. Yeah. Yes, Domino. Anything. Well, within reason. Need you to look after somebody for me. 
and keep him safe. As as I safe as I can keep anyone here. And keep him safe. All right. She she agrees. And the old man is probably sitting with me. I'm assuming. Not never too far away, although he keeps wandering <laughs> off. And you kind of keep tugging him back. Um, yeah. At one point, he he starts to like poke Billick. Mm. Looks like stop tickling me. Um, and I'll uh, just take out his rocks and I'll hand them to him to play with. Oh, he he definitely is happy now. Um, and Sarah looks at the old man and says, "I was wondering about him. I've seen him around actually. Likes to hide out in river basins and underneath. Seemed a harmless old crazy." I just think at best he stays here and until I can figure some things out. Of course. If you wish. I'll make sure that he um, doesn't wander too far. Yes, keep a very close watch on him. He does like to travel. Zian! Zian! And let him with his rocks. Has anyone seen Zian? And um, Hoot's, uh, Hoot, who's been not too far away, goes, uh, Yes, uh, I saw him uh, last night before his watch. She's like, Is he here now? I haven't seen him since. All right, well, Hoot, I guess you're up. Keep an eye on this one. Oh. All right. Hey, old man, come here and stir this soup. The old man kind of stirs the soup, and whenever Hoot gets distracted, because Hoot is questionable at best, um, uh, and uh, he's been on soup duty, and now the old man occasionally is stirring and occasionally drops a stone into the soup and then tries to fish it out with, and then eventually uses mage hand to like grab the stone out of the soup and bring it back up and sucking the soup off the stone. He's like, oh, these these are good, Darmita. You should try one of the soup stones. <laughs> Gives it over to you. Sarah, I'll do you this favor. Um, but I'm going to need to know everything you can tell me about your father, what he looks like, how to, your thoughts on how to get him out. Absolutely. In fact, and then, I might even... I'll get as close as I can if I'm seen there. You have a talent for making yourself not appear as you are. I don't have such gifts, but I was thinking of coming as far as I could. I mean, it might be uh, one of those cases where it's best if you do it yourself. I was going to send Zian, but I don't know where he is. Hmm. Um, I think we need to find out where your people are. Like I said... We got a bit scattered in the storm. I'm not too worried. Uh, go ahead and do an insight check. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. 
She is a little puzzled. Zian, um, by the way, you remember Zian. He was the guy who was flirting a lot with Tarmita. Um, pretty close. Yeah, he's a human fighter. Yeah, yeah he's he's pretty reliable in, in such that Hoot is usually the idiot or the, the screw-up. Zian is kind of the one who often picks up the pieces. If anyone, he was kind of one of Sarah's go-to people. Um, it's a bit odd that she, she thinks it's odd that he's actually not there. Would Tarmita pick up on... Yeah. Been mentioned night twice. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely noticed all this. She does know him. Mm hmm. Well. Very well. Very well. Probably better than most. Um, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I Actually, Darmida would know. Um, sometimes, if, if Zian had a fault, it's that he does like to gamble. And in times of a lot of stress, he kind of lets off some steam by going and gambling. So that's a possibility of where he's gone. Okay. I'm not going to share that, though. No, that's fair. It, it, he seems pretty reliable. Otherwise, you don't want to reveal that necessarily as a, yeah. as a weakness of his, per se. I'm just going to mention to Sarah, just be careful. And they, the eye is definitely on the hunt. We can, we need to recuperate tonight and then we can leave early, early in the morning and go look for your father. All right. So can I ask a game, a question like out of game? Yeah. Just a, a technicality question of people with disguise self. Um, I have it at both levels, first and second, but it doesn't say anything about if cast at a higher level. I don't um, think, I mean, you can cast it. It doesn't give any benefit to cast it as a higher level, as far as I understand. It's That's just my understanding as well. It's just if you ran out of first level slots and still at second, you could and still you cast And you desperately it. needed to disguise yourself. You still yeah. could. So, yeah, you definitely can. You see high level ca level casters do that with shield all the time where they only cast like high level spells and then they like shield is one, two, three, and four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All shields and then like five fifth level spells. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't actually give it a bump though. Although that'd be no. nice. That's that would be too great. Bad, that right. would be a logical bump. That I, I would think so. Like extend the time frame of it or something. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah like nice. an hour per level or something. Yeah. 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 I'm not so that's kind of limiting as it's currently written. Yeah. Well, I mean, as it stands, you could burn the level one, and if you needed a second hour, you could burn the level two and so on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, you guys kind of settle in and, and find out from Sarah. She starts telling you lots of details about the description of her father, um, how he had been imprisoned. Um it's pretty much all pretty standard stuff. You would, by, based on the description, you would probably recognize him on site. Um, Tian Telborn. Uh, he was essentially a cleric of Pelor, uh, but the old Pelor, uh, not the newer sect. And you get kind of all the standard stuff you guys already know, but you would definitely recognize him on site. Uh, she okay. does know that he's in the... He, She knows a little bit about the prison, which is that it's gar well guarded, that it, um, it's got different layers, and it's actually a garrison, but then a prison below that. So it's an underground kind of prison. 
and uh, there are different levels, one of which is rumored to be haunted, uh, and then further levels down below even. And it was all built on an older structure a long, long, long ago. But uh, most of that's been kind of either collapsed or blocked off um, and not used. But the kind of the first few subterranean levels are um, used as a prison. Again, out of character. You guys know all of this. Um, But uh, one thing of note she does say is that the Inquisitors have taken up, um, and those are the things that worry her the most, essentially they're mages. And they are used in interrogation. They're used as intimidation. Sometimes they actually leave the prison on on assignment from Austrin and go and do bidding around. Uh, Fenris, you have seen one of these inquisitors. He's the guy you held and roasted. Um, judging by the description of their clothes, their kind of uniform. Uh, they are the the spellcasters, the mage spellcasters, the arcane. They are sanctioned arcane casters by the Eye of Pelor. And then, of course, there's the cleric kind of stream of spellcasters, which are the more cult fanatics and then paladins of the higher higher order of, of the Eye of Pelor. So the, there was two of them then. There was one that we met in the Bounders and then one recently. Yeah, so um, the woman that you saw recently and one of the people that tried to ambush you on the way to the succubus way mm-hmm. back in that one, those were the cult fanatics. Those are the clerics, basically. No, and, there was one, there was a caster yeah. that uh, that tried to counterspell. Yes, he also, oh, so you've seen a few of was. these inquisitors. So yeah, yes, seen you've a seen these. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. Generally, magic is frowned upon by the Eye of Peller. Um, right and uh, by their group not the guy uh knights of feller i don't know <laughs> we have the knights that say neat uh so yeah they're the sanctioned casters and a lot of times they wear these creepy old robes reminiscent mm. of uh you know black hooded kind of roby guys not generally very well liked and generally feared and they several of them are permanently stationed at the prison to interrogate prisoners okay all right. Um, Sarah. Yes. Do you know if there's any, um, say, sewer or other kinds of ways to get in? Well, I don't know for certain. Nothing that I've come across. I have heard of... Um, I've heard of the subterranean levels of the prison itself... But none of my, I mean, the city is rudimentary at best. Nothing compared to the bigger cities of Rexington oh. or any of those. Oh, I, I have an idea. We're going to walk in. Or should I say, we're going to ride in. And how might we do that? Well, we have a carriage. And then I procure the wizard's staff and the wizard's book. And I say, I'm going to make myself look like one of these Inquisitors. I too can make myself look like something. Like one of the knights that we killed along the way? One of the guards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go through rummaging through sewers. We're just going to ride back in. What a, a back Archibald's back. like, but he's within earshot, let's say. He's like, Wait, that's my wagon. You're coming with us, Archie. Yeah. Am I? There's, well, then we'll have to talk about There's more booze to be had. 
there's more booze to be had there. And that's my fee. And Lido, Lido next to him's like, and passes him another drink. Both of them are already deep in their cups. He and Lido get along just fine. All right, um, we are going to pause that group as you guys are planning. Oh, one last thing, Sarah says. Well, we were going to restock before we have to leave the region. There are certain certain places that are a little bit more friendly to us than others. We're not too far from uh, Smuggler's Notch now. Would you like to... Uh, I'm sending Hoot and some of the others in to res resupply. Do you need anything? Do you want to come with or should we leave in the morning? We can leave in the morning. Do you guys want a shopping episode, or do you want to go straight to the prison break? Think about I that. I want to go straight. I want to go straight to the prison break. Prison break number two. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Let's do this. All We've right. got about an hour left, so. Well, a little less. Actually, at this point, you guys are kind of making some plans and drawing up some of those things. I'm going to jump over. You're awfully quiet there, Trent. Are you okay? Oh no, I'm just I'm listening for sure. Nice. Are, uh, what's Ben Coom doing while everybody's doing all this? And are you, most importantly, are you still disguised? Oh, I, f I feel like I would have gotten food, um, in like the mess hall. Okay. Just very casually in the costume. <laughs> Everyone's giving you weird looks, but no one seems to be stopping you. And uh, I I just kind of sit down with my usual demeanor, but I'm rather polished. Um. It's like watching a guy in a tuxedo eat Burger King. Uh, and uh, I, I stand up uh, in front of the whole mess hall and I say, and for my final trick, uh, and I begin to like sneeze. And I don't honestly oh, know. Just before you do this, um, yeah. I'm going to assume you've completely forgotten. Uh, and uh, you go past Hoot, who's serving on the line. Uh, and you And the old wizard is sitting there kind of using mage hand to pass people drinks uh and he's kind of enjoying this and he's actually getting along pretty well with hoot uh and as you walk by hoot slops a big thing onto your tray and and the old man is like and a beverage and he leans into you Vancouver and goes stop embarrassing yourself you look ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> And then he sucks on his soup stone. Okay, then you stand, you finish eating. No, no, no I really hope he does that in the middle of my performance. Oh, good, good, was... good, good, good. Uh, and I look at him and I uh, just say, may I continue? Mm. Uh, and again, I have no idea if disguise self can can do this, but I'm assuming just because it's an illusion, uh, Ben Coom begins to cough and pull uh, scarfs out of his throat. <laughs> but like, Pretend, like it's not colorful it. scarves though. It's like a winter gear. <laughs> <laughs> Soggy scarves that actually came out of Ben Coombe's body uh, in an even grosser fashion. So uh, he kind of just hairballs all of this to the table. I'm gonna, and... I'm gonna spend a plot point, sort of. I guess I'm a DM. I get to do that anytime. Um, the scar because you don't have minor illusion or prestidigitation, but you do have. <laughs> A bag of holding that you stuffed a lot of shit into when you raided all those bodies. I mean, you're a fan of stripping things naked. 
So none of those dead bodies that you left in the woods had anything on them. Like you took everything like cloaks, clothes, chain mail. You've got a bunch of sets of chain mail, basic armor, uh, weapons Uh and all of that stuffed in your bag. Um, Archibald told you not to put anything pointy in there. And so you like you wrapped anything, any weapons in clothes. So you're pulling out cloaks and like pulling them out of the disguise of yourself. So you're, <laughs> you're, you're dropping piles of clothing that happen to belong to the Knights of Peller, by the way, out into the midst of this group. Uh, and can I get you to do a sleight of hand check to see how convincing this legermond is? You at least have advantage for like incorporating the illusion. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, you have it. You have advantage. 100%. I got plus. I got a plus nine on this. Eleven. All right, it's pretty passable. It's it's a little bit of the whole like you turn your back and go, <sighs> but yeah, for I, the most part, it actually kind of pulls off. Sorry, I told. Chris Angel on like a failed YouTube video, like a date of a Blaine, like, oh, out on this like street performer gets caught doing like illusion, like gets caught cheating, doing an illusionary trick. Uh, and then as I kind of pull out the last scarf onto the table, you realize that like multiple bed sheets are now covering people's plates and like bowls. Uh, and uh, I put the kind of Archibald is applauding. I uh, I kind of change disguise in front of everybody into Ben Coombe and I bow to the mess hall. Archibald uh, and- is like, bravo, well done. And Billick is losing his shit. <laughs> Billick's just oh. like, my God, you're a wizard, Harry, or Ben Coombe. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Harry. Billick now call you Harry. Slaps you on the shoulder. And then you guys share a long, hearty laugh. That's why I didn't share what I was doing, because you guys were doing important stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That is hugely important. I really didn't want to interrupt that to just, you know... I'm making... (sighs) I am making notes that Billick is convinced you're a wizard. That's awesome to me. I totally was so confused. I was like, Billick's so fucking stupid. How does he not know who I am? And then you guys were like, oh, you're disguised. I was like, oh, yes. I am the stupid one. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to jump back to Craig just for a minute. Okay. So, Craig, you guys have gotten into town. Um, you live on the edge of town, but they have asked you to, uh, Johannes noting the yeah, the you know, group make sure that you know toby and Tara yeah. get wherever they're going so you make your way into town and um it's it's a little more crowded than usual and you definitely are picking up on the vibe that um mm, there's a lot of soldiers here soldiers that are dressed a lot like the soldiers that recently ambushed you um Hold on, just loading roll 20. (laughs) Not necessarily that it's going to be combat, just more so we have the visual. Yeah. Hmm, It's a little blurry for some reason. It's loaded in now for me. Ah, there it goes. Oh, that is not the button that I wanted to push. Is everybody still here? Okay, there we go. (laughs) 
Okay, so you guys, um, yeah, well, this map, by the way, was from, I think, Neutral Party, which I was supporting on Patreon for a while, so hopefully they don't mind me still them. using their stuff. Gave you some money. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, the inn, by the way, is the biggest building here, which I believe would be this one. It's called the Roaring Pony. And, uh, right. Uh, oh, actually, the, hold on, that's not the inn. That's not the end. This is the end. I, I, don't, I don't think it matters. It's it, okay. It does because half of the building has <laughs> Because I'm going to have combat there. Okay. Uh, it does in the half of the building is wrecked by a recent um, explosion shattering out explosion. a bunch of windows. Not too recent, but uh, I'm just going to draw something real quick. Uh, let's just say that the river on the far side flows in a circular pattern just past the edge of this. Uh, and there's a bit of a, a balcony over it. This is kind of near, very, this is where Fenris and them had their run in earlier. Right, so when I asked, did we have to pass through town to get to the hamlet, the answer was yes, not no. Uh, no, that was actually the hamlet that you guys smashed up and then moved on through. Wasn't it? I, I'm assuming the town and the hamlet were the same, and then there's kind of a bigger city. Well, either way, we were going to, like, the farmer maybe they're not actually in the hamlet i don't know there he's just we outside. Far. yeah it was yeah. pretty close so the, yeah, it was pretty close so the uh just for the sake of the map on the right side there the it's just on the way out of town was the farmer's town so there's if you want to imagine there's a bit of a distance between this building and i, this I building. assumed that where we were when we were getting care and toby was closer to the farmer than it was to this building where that we exploded uh, there Maybe I was misinterpreting the directions, which I don't pay attention to directions. That's anymore, okay. So, that's so totally just uh, where I've drawn the red line, just imagine there's probably like an extra couple of like about a half a kilometer, maybe a kilometer between there. That's so this on this side. Uh, sorry, I got to get that little pointer on the right with the uh, farmer's fields. That's the 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 building where Bill and his wife Betty. Uh, lived where you did the deal with uh, Mr. Kessler, uh, and then we were like uh, an hour out of this. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> let it go, Desi. It's a, it's all overlooking the valley kind of thing. So sure. you guys, you guys can easily go straight to Bills, um, but you'll be relatively close to time. We had to like cross a river. Remember that? We had to leave a river. <laughs> it was a whole deal. <laughs> We couldn't get past well, the stupid river. Well, here's the thing, though. You guys, you guys. <laughs> now have... it's on the same side of the river now. But All you right. guys crossed that so... little stream you were doing. You were coming at this kind of in a roundabout way. If you'd gone back sure. the way you did, you would have to deal with the river. But you've kind of come around and down. Um, not what I'm saying, but that's fine. Anyway, don't okay worry about it, it for now. My imaginary cartography is not in line with your imaginary cartography. That's, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. That's all good. So you can go a little bit further into town and see what all the fuss is about, or you can stay at the farm where uh, Bill, uh, stopping at the farm where Bill and Betty and... Uh, okay, and so we are coming in from the side where we don't even need to go into town. Right. Like, I don't yeah. even like, necessarily even see it from where my vantage is. Well, you're kind of up on a hillside right now, uh, down, looking sure. down. So okay. you can see yeah. the village. This is why you can see that there is an increased presence down there just on the uh -huh. edge of town um you can uh you can make out extra horses and the banners of the of the knights of peller but uh -huh. you can see the farm bill's farm is between you right. and there so you can easily right yeah exactly okay. yeah okay we're back on the same side of the map yeah. north is up and all that 
Uh, so where do you want to go? Do you want to go into town? Do you want to go to Bill's farm? Do you want to go someplace else? You, you know where the... Uh, Johannes says, we can talk to Bill or we can talk to uh, this Mayor Kessler. By the way, shout out to my buddy who's an actual mayor named Kessler in Ohio. Um, what do you I think, Craig? Just bringing Karen Toby home. I, you have business with the mayor or Bill that is between you. Alright. Well, let's drop the you know what? We need to get paid. We need to find this mayor first. Then we'll deliver the goods. Well. You could do a history check to see if you know exactly where the mayor lives. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out if, like, we haven't made it, like, to where they live yet. Basically, no. They live... We're not actually in, like... We're still in like wilds. Yeah, right? you're on the. It's kind of like the outskirts. It's uh, yeah, farm yeah, country okay. for sure. You're traveling through fields. At the I moment. will take them as far as Nosalmus, and then I will be heading back to my home. All right. I have unfinished business. I need to attend to. You, your tannery, what uh, cardinal direction is it from town, and how far out of town is it? I mean, cardinal direction is just going to be completely arbitrary, because I don't know what direction anything is on here. I know, um, but I sort of do, so that's why. Yeah, right, like... You're coming from the north. My impression of it is, like, south, just because, like, that's sure. where my brain was working, but, like, it's... You're coming from the north It's closer right now. towards... I mean, if we're coming from north, then it's north, I guess, because what I'm, I just, yeah, I'm picturing it from being, like, there's the town, and then there's the hamlet, and then there's the, like, outside of the hamlet. Um, it starts to rain. So. Great. As, as you guys are kind of overlooking things. So, uh, you live, sure, you live on this side of the river, um, not too far, so you wouldn't have to go downtown, Nos Hamlet to um you know what the the correct answer now that i think about it is whatever way is most commonly downwind <laughs> that's fair um <laughs> all right so i would say you actually live uh a little west of the town and that's sure. why your brother asked you to travel a little farther than normal because he had has sure. trap lines up north uh, oh. And so you kind of skirted this way to get out of town. Um, and now you're carrying his body down the same road that you walked out of. Yeah. All right. So um, you are going to pass right by Bill's farm on the way. It's a little bit. You could cut across field to get to your tannery for, uh, faster. But if you want to okay. go past Bill's farm, you can check in there and then go to your tannery. Right. That's excellent. That's beautiful. Okay. Okay, so you guys make your way towards Bill's farm. I'm going to just put that a little bit bigger on the map. Not that it matters. Just more so for the visual. I'm actually not kidding. And now let me just roll some dice, no reason. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to make you paranoid. Is it working? No. <laughs> All right, so you guys... You pull uh, your punches. I already said this. <laughs> I'm not scared of nothing, even though I have like four hit points because I haven't rested yet. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. You are, you are a wreck. Actually, the yeah, good thing is the, the rain is slowly blood. washing the blood off of you at this point. Uh, Johannes and the others seem a little bit perturbed by the rain. and Kara and Toby are huddled together on the horse for warmth, and you're just 
trudging through the rain. Um, if I'm actually like gaming the system, I did like, I you, guess you actually, would have had no, a short rest. Uh, would I have gotten the short rest? Because yeah, the carriage didn't go with us; they went with them. You would so have had the short the rest though, because just walking is actually not breaking a short rest necessarily. Um, okay, that, so, that is definitely a GM's call. It's yeah. sort of unclear. The rules. You, while um, they were looting, you would have had a few minutes. I'll take. To... I'll, I'll burn a few hit dice. Yeah, you can. You could have done that. Sense. And I get back my warlock spells. Come on. Oh right, it matters for you. Yeah, it kind of does matter. Yeah. Um, like the whole time I played Umberta Sarah, we like never took a short rest that mattered. It was always like take a short <laughs> rest. Okay, now take a long rest. Like okay, nothing happened. <laughs> there was no point. Um, cool. Yeah. No. So I'll, I'll clean those up and I will roll a few and some hit dice. What are my hit dice? They're like. I guess some D12s, but not all of them are D12s because I'm a Warlock split. Eh, whatever. Um, yeah, spend whatever hit dice you want. So as you're walking like through town, the, the storm out. starts getting heavier, and this storm crowd kind of passes uh, from the direction you've been traveling overhead, and there's a flicker of lightning above, and then another. And do a perception check for me. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, do, 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 do. Perception check. Not nat 20, but 18 is pretty good. All right. Um, you glance up in the storm, just the flicker. You almost It's almost as if you hear your brother's voice just be like, Beware, little brother. And you look up, and you see this glowing figure in the clouds. The clouds kind of cloak it in darkness but they break at one point and you see brilliant as a false sun moving down and across the land at a at least 500 foot height but wrapped in this cloud but a couple of brilliant beams of sunlight give it away and then it's gone and you After a little while, there's a bit of an outcry. You can hear, you can see this storm cloud descend upon the hamlet, and it gets dark, so it's hard to see now, but you do see flickers of lightning, and every once in a while that cloud breaks as a sunbeam comes casting out of it. It's a very strange situation. And just as you get to Bill's, um, you get into Bill's, and Johannes has been, uh, actually, let me see if Johannes has picked up on this, because it's, it's dim enough with all the lightning it might get lost but you spotted it and Johannes definitely didn't spot it he only got an 11 so he's just under his cloak and there's flashes of lightning to kind of explain this, the bursts of light and um, you guys get to Bill's and he, he and the others like very gratefully pile in uh, into the house and Johannes is like we're back hello Bill and uh, you're standing on the porch while the others go in, and and uh, sure. there's and Betty comes out. Oh, thank God! And she gives a big hug to um, to Kara and just pulls them in and pulls in Toby. And she's like, "You're so stupid, thank God." <laughs> and she looks up at Johannes and she's, "Thank you, thank you." It's almost the most verbose you've heard, Betty. Um, yeah. Uh, don't feel her voice is necessarily canon just saying that oh, um, i have an old sample of her voice and bill <laughs> nice and bill's like oh thank god uh, 
We've been worried sick after that there storm came up. Thank goodness you came. Who's that on the porch? Giannis is like, oh, he's with us. It's all right. Toby knows me. And yeah, Toby. Yeah, yeah, he he helped fight off the demons and and the knights. And I I don't feel good, Andy. Betty's like, it's okay, it's okay. We'll get you. They're clearly delirious. And Kara's like, no, if you only knew. And you're busy staring at this storm, and there's this flicker on the wind of noise and it's really hard to make out at this distance and then the storm kind of gets a little bit louder a little bit closer and it's definitely whipping up at this point and the lightning and the thunder Um, there's a couple of blasts of thunder that seem to come from pretty close to the center of town but they're kind of you're watching for this little flicker of light and with a decent perception check you're able to track what's lightning and what's this weird light and it's kind of doing a slow circle increasing in shape and it appears to be if if you stay where you are that little flicker of light will eventually kind of circle out over to where you guys are it doesn't seem to be uh, slowing yet and it's moving at a pretty quick pace Well, why don't why don't you all just well, come in and out of the storm? Is, right? <laughs> no, it's very strange. I don't think there's a check that could figure that out. That's not. Um, you know. I will let you do this. Um, it's like squinting at this like. What is that? And I want you help me decide what this is. Actually, huh? This voice. A voice you remember from a very dark time speaks to you quietly from the back of your mind, as it did once before. Twice before, actually. Once when you slew the beast that resembled this thing. Or rather, when it slew you. When the bone devil crushed you. It's a very similar resonance. In fact, it's the same. The voice of the bone devil spoke to you when it killed you in the ambush, but it's, you remember now, it spoke to you once before. Your head wasn't clear. Your will wasn't your own. Your brother stood before you, bloodied, battered, but very angry. And when he hits you, you can tell he's pulling his punches as he's saying things like, come on, brother. Snap out of it. I don't want to hurt you. You're back in that circle. In the succubus's lair. Her laughter. She's... Go on. Show me. Show me how the brother's love wins out. Go on. She's also simultaneously compelling you to attack your brother and fight to the death. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm charmed in this state, right? Absolutely. That's, that's the implication of the, uh, yep. of everything. Um, your will is not enough, and you can feel yourself screaming inside. You're, but, and you are screaming out loud as well as you embrace the fury 
your brother trying to put up a fight and occasionally getting frustrated with you and punching you back hard. You have a, both beaten yourself, each other to a standstill. You're both barely holding on. When this voice in a moment of weakness speaks to you while she's speaking, almost as you're losing consciousness as your brother's pretty much unwillingly beating you to death. And the voice of the bone devil speaks to you from the darkness. He's going to kill you. I understand it. It speaks to you in a halting common, yeah. Hmm. Or at least in your head. Right, yeah, that's what I figured. Do you want to die? Or do you want to kill? I cannot. I cannot. No hard. Cannot kill my brother. She. It is not me. It is she that pushes you thus. Do you want the power to defeat her will? To stop her? Yes. I can give that. If you wish. It. It is the only this way. Is so hard because, like, I. It is the I, only way I you will don't defeat. Don't know how her. to like say the thing in my head and have it still make sense. <laughs> Just give it a try. You are being offered the power to possibly break the succubus's spell. It's your only chance. At which point, you unwillingly land this punch on your brother and he falls to the ground before you. One of the Cambians flicks an axe, a hand axe, a familiar-looking hand axe over to you. And he, he mutters, he's actually the teenager when he's like, I'm not without mercy. You can end him quickly if you wish. The succubus leans and says, Oh, but I was having fun. Go on. Show me that brotherly love can beat all odds. And then simultaneously she motions you. Next thing you know, you kind of black out for a second. You got this hand axe in your hand. It's raised. Last chance. If it will save my brother. I didn't. I didn't say that. What happens? What happens, Todd? (laughs) The axe descends, and it's almost like you're pushing through solid object, just willing your muscles not to do this. It trembles as you lower it down, and at the very last second, you say, yes, if it saves my brother. 
and your grip falters on the axe, and it slips out of your hand, and your fist comes down, smacking him, the axe blade skittering off to the side. Your brother looks up at you. <sighs> on just on the edge of consciousness. He is alive. Your deal is struck. And the succubus is, and everyone else is standing around you looking at the... Uh, is, she says, go on, pick it up. I said, go on. And she takes a close look at you. Yeah. Because like, huh. I'm an idiot. And she's I, smiling. like, turn, and mm -hmm. I, like, look directly at her, right? Just like... And she smiles and says, Bravo. Brotherly love. Although, perhaps, a scent of something else. Well, good for you. Good for you. An excellent show. Now, sleep. Your body crumples to the ground. And as you fall asleep, you hear her footsteps click, click, click. Her high heels right next to you as your eyes close. You see her reach down, scoop up an axe, and look down at your brother. And you black out. You're back standing on the porch soaking wet, unless you want to do something else. Um, I think depending on how long they were like in the farmhouse. Mm -hmm. Johannes assumes you're on a watch. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I, we did the thing. Sure. I'm going to go back to, I, I have stuff to do. Sure. You start carrying your brother's body back home and in the rain, you get about a hundred yards from the farmhouse when you hear it. You've had enough voices in your head. But here's another one. Just find my notes. One sec. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. One second. <laughs> You're having too much fun. It's good. Citizens. Subjects of Nos Hamlet and the surrounds, I speak to you on the authority of the living gods themselves. We are your protectorate. We save you from the darkness that some of you foolishly embrace. Now is your chance to help those who help you. By the way, everyone in the area 
hears this simultaneously as it comes into range, which I think is like 120 feet. Um, and it's been repeating. Like it's like, it's like right in. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely like telepathic. No, no. Speakers on an alien spaceship, which is what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's it's Dark Angel. But anyway. Just like, oh, man, a mothership just came in. This, this game just changed. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I mean, so. As, <laughs> no, well, sort of. Anyway. Um, so the voice continues as everyone around hears simultaneously. We seek the golden-eyed man-boy. He must surrender. Or the protections offered to this region by the Eye of Pelor will be withdrawn. We are the only thing that stands between you and certain destruction. If you can hear me, Golden Eyes, surrender to the garrison, or we cannot be held responsible for what darkness might befall this town. Any who turn in this Golden Eyes or any of those who travel with him. You will be rewarded greatly. We are merciful. But any caught sheltering him or his companions will be punished most severely. You have one day to decide the fate of your loved ones. And then the voice passes out of range and repeats. That flickering light amongst the dark roiling clouds moving past, you definitely get the idea that that was the source. I think we definitely see the moment where Craig stops, right? First hears this, and you, you can't help but, like, freeze up when something like that happens. But after a beat, I think he, like, just, like, you know, straights his shoulders and continues on. And so, like, it, it's it's playing while he's walking there, like, mm -hmm. for however long it was that you just talked. Um, I told you I get my monologue in and, today. And we're seeing, like, we're seeing him thinking about, like, like what does this mean for him? What is, what is that like? Yes, that's probably who they're talking about. I'm not, I, I think I can put that together. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's focused. He's got his own. All right. Stuff to take care of. So Craig marches back to his home, carrying the body of his dead brother. Thoughts whirling almost as fiercely as the storm. Johannes and the others heard this, breaking up their little reunion. And the rest of you, back at your camp, 
cuddled safely in amongst the rest of the brigands. And I think that is going to be where we're going to end for tonight. Ooh. It doesn't cross over top of them? It does, does not. It? Okay, I wasn't sure what the implication was. Great. No, it's not that kind of range. He's. It was a localized... Um, yeah, but I wasn't sure if its path went over. No, it, it, um, at least not cool. yet. Not yet. Um, Johanna, Johannes can report that back. Can I actually spend a plot point? Sure. As I go to sleep? Sure. So you want to hook up with Hoot, don't you? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, as I as I lie down in the tent that I acquired, of course, from the the cult fanatic. So now I have my own tent, um, and you know I, I rest and go to sleep. I, I just have these dreams of the the storm chasing me and lights flickering within the clouds above and the roar. My mind wanders across the terrain, and I come across. Uh, my my mind flickers back to that time when we saw a boat fold out, mm-hmm. and I and again I see the, the face. Looking yeah, back the, at me. the knowing face of the person who has a, a common uh, cult connection to you. You also hear the voice of your mother and your father whispering in the darkness, but you have trouble making out what they say. And then you hear just little snippets, little pieces of that voice of, of that had spoken over the town. You actually do get little snippets, like almost a, a sixth sense that something is going on. Um, and you also get a flashback. You're kind of picturing that boat folding out and the gate. And you remember all of a sudden you're sitting in a in a forest in a thicket your your family's nearby and your father's sitting there whittling and he's making a tiny little archway which is uh, a symbol that he often carved and he actually um he often talked about doors you're too little you were only like five at the time but he's like you're too little now remember this and he holds it up Mm. I can see this you can see this anyone can see this but not everyone can see all things not all doors are visible to everyone my son You're special. If you see this, I need you to tell me. Can you promise Daddy that? I promise. Good boy. Now go get me another stick. I'll make you one. All right. And I think... Oh, Ben Coombe, you have some bad dreams, but you don't suffer exhaustion, just so you know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the chain is held at bay. You wake up every morning, and it's busy, like, scratching at your neck, and you're like, ah, cute. <laughs> Can I try to look for... Mm-hmm. Um, not for long, but 
for a little while for our missing Zian? Sure. Zian. Sure. Um, how far afield do you want to look? Um, not hugely far. So like an hour out of camp kind of thing? Just kind of do a perimeter? Yeah. Okay. Nothing... Um, you, there's a couple of farm fields not too far from here that if if you were gonna go gambling you would maybe think he might have gone there so you kind of do a circuit past those for a little while they're within about an hour pushing an hour and a half um but you're used to traveling the woods so it doesn't take you very long um he's not there the farmhands indicate they haven't seen him um as you're going back into town and this, the rain is still going, but not a storm at this point, you avoid any of the worst of that. And uh, you do see a shadow in the darkness kind of hiking back, moving from south to north. Um, you, you pick up the footprints. Uh, do a survival check for me. With advantage. It's your terrain. Good thing for advantage. <laughs> Um, these do match the footprints that, I mean, everyone has custom made boots. <laughs> you don't, they ain't no knackies. Um, so you recognize, you've seen these footprints before, probably it's by a certain boot. It's, it's about the same size build and, and gait as Zian. You see somebody kind of stumbling in the dark. It's past dark at this point. Um, stumbling in the dark towards camp. Uh, a little bit, probably a bit drunk uh, by the way they're walking, kind of leaning on trees. Oh, where's that bloody thing? You can pick out his voice. Uh, yeah, I'll go... He hasn't seen you yet. Up. I'll sneak up behind him. Okay. Uh, do a stealth check. Oh yeah, he does not notice that you're there, and you get right up behind him. Um, as he's he's muttering to himself, he's you can smell the whiskey on his breath, and you can you can see that he's carrying a, a sack like a bag over his shoulder with some stuff in it. I'll come up. I'll take out a a dagger from my uh, belt, and I'll come up and I'll just grab him behind and I'll cover his eyes and kind of disguise my voice and say in his ear didn't anybody ever tell you not to go off alone like, oh god it's fine it's fine take it it's hard one but you can take it and he drops his bag off to the ground and, and says it's not worth my life it's a lot, though, but it's not worth my life. You hear the coins when it hits the ground. It's... Runs off, I'll laugh. Out loud. Sure. The bag is still... Uh, d sorry, did you say you let him run off, or... Yeah, I'm okay. assuming... Yeah, yeah, he doesn't run. stick around as soon as he drops the bag. You open the bag, and inside, um, as, as you pick it up, this thing is jingling. Like, jangling. Lots of coins. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> Like, Zian must have had a hell of a run of good luck. He's never been that lucky. Like, this is heavy with gold or silver. You pop, you pop it open, and you look in, 
and you see a bunch of gold and silver and you also see a piece of paper i take it out sure it's getting soaked by the rain but you flick um you're having trouble seeing in the dark but i you you can no, she's not well i mean not. oh that's right dark vision <laughs> Uh, oh gloomstalker damn you can read just fine so you look at this thing and it's a wanted poster it's been torn off off of a post or something and it is a wanted poster of golden eyes that's not weddings I'll uh I'll try to run up and catch dumbass. Yeah. Uh, he's making good time. Um, you're, well, I don't you'll be able to catch him before camp, though, if you want. Sorry, what did you say? I'm going <laughs> to pace with him so he's not vulnerable out here by himself, stupidly drunk. Because if I could do that, anybody can. Fair enough. So All right. I'll try to protect him on the way back and then... When I get back, I'll throw him his purse and be like, you really shouldn't go traveling by yourself in the middle of the night. Sure. Also, Sarah was looking for you. Sure thing. He's like, oh, you, you, you scared the shit out of me. I thought, uh, thank you. And he picks up the bag and kind of hefts it. Slings it. And I think that is where we're going to call it for tonight. We'll deal with the yeah. follow-up of that later. Thanks very much for playing, everybody. That was that was fun. I, I don't think we did any combat, did we? <laughs> Not a Not stitch. Sorry. Uh, you know what it is? It's Ben Combs' bad luck. It's Trent's bad luck. We did, like, huge combat last week. I, I had it all set. There was a bunch of stuff. But y'all wisely did different things. Um, yeah. So we will see where this goes next time. Um, sorry, Trent. I know you really were eager to like punch and smash stuff, but you did get to do a magic trick and discover that you're a wizard. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> okay. Just watching things unfold. All right. Well, thanks very much, and uh, I guess that's it for tonight. Anybody watching this on replay, thanks so much, uh, and uh, and listening to this on podcast, thanks so much. Don't forget to uh, tune in live if you get the chance. Tuesdays at nine thirty ish is usually when we go go up, and uh, check out oh, our stuff on yeah. YouTube. Uh, all our all our episodes are up there except the very very first one, um, which we d- did not record at all. And nope. uh, thanks so much for playing, guys. I hope you had a good time, and and we're definitely learning more about you know everybody. Uh, anybody want to yeah, say anything before we sign off? That was a great time, guys. Uh, I have to say, you, you gave back that money after he sold out Fenris? Really? Okay, sure. Well, Fenris she, deserves that money. <laughs> she may not be done with that yet. He, I didn't take that as him selling out Fenris. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. Taking it back to show us. He could be there yet he just got real lucky you're right he just got real lucky at gambling well that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't reward money <laughs> we'll uh, cross that bridge. Couldn't possibly we'll be. cross that we'll cross that bridge <laughs> <laughs>
We will cross that bridge when we come to it, although we'll plant a seed and see what happens. Um, oh, yeah, don't forget about our giveaway. If you're watching this after the fact, uh, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Don't forget to name Darmida's mom, because that we've been dancing around for a little while, but uh, so far, so good. And uh, find a name the old man. Oh, yeah, you can give a name to the old man, the old uh, hidden deva, broken, crazy old deva who's busy eating soup stones. Don't let us know what it is. Just let Todd know. Yeah, yeah, you can message it on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying something, Bella. Cut out. I just, I want to stop calling him old man. That's yeah, no, that's, that's super fair. Rude. Um, he, he doesn't remember his name. Yeah. His name's Abe. We're calling him Abe for now. Sure, we could do that. Hey, Abe. You, you had an extra plot point left. I, uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks very much for playing, guys. Okay. Yeah. Right. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Well, All right. we are going to sign off and uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, to, to the players, to the viewers and the listeners. Um, stay safe. Stay home, if at all possible, and be safe. And uh, just... Stay sane. Take care of your health and your mind and your soul. Play some Dungeons and Dragons. And if you can't play, play with us. Like jump in here and do some live suggestions. And uh, and uh, yeah, this is this has been a real blessing. So thanks so much to you guys for helping that. And uh, thanks for yeah, it's great seeing you guys in chat. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know how you see them. I can't see shit. <laughs> well. You open up the Twitch stream, you pop out the chat, then you close the Twitch stream so that it doesn't eat your bandwidth. Yeah, um, you can you make can pop it, it out as audio only window. or something, yeah. or as chat only. So. Yeah. I oh, okay. I'm sorry, Gemini. I was not watching chat. Damn it! All right, we I gotta honor either. this. I just looked it right at the end. Damn! I'm Oops. so sorry. We've got Rumplefug, uh, Rumplefugs, and Gemini Twin. I am so sorry, guys. I don't have uh, timestamps on. I don't know how long you were in here. I was watching, you know, my own world. Uh, perception fail. Here, let's just read them out loud. Rumplefug said, hope you're all doing well and have a great game. Gemini Twin. Uh, another rumor that they might find out. Ooh, I like this in town is that some of the more unwa unwanted or unruly prisoners are sent to part of the prison that holds the ghosts and that some don't come back. Hey, that's right in line with canon. Thanks so much, Gemini. Um Ooh. Uh, I'm really getting a Stargate Gulag vibe from that voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Darcy felt you on that one. Do you off the top of your head know um, what episode it is if they wanted to jump back to the YouTube archives? Uh, when we did actually... I mean, I it was one of the earlier ones. This, I think it was... But, like, the funniest thing about this as, like, since player knowledge and character knowledge are, like... Mixy, yes, thanks for keeping those um, safe. It's uh... so funny playing this out going, like, we all know he's not there. <laughs> dramatic irony as right? players we know he's not there anymore we already busted him out yep. but you can watch that episode on the youtube uh, archive mm. <laughs> yeah i had a lot going through my head there gemini uh so uh some other stuff gemini was saying there may be even a noble that was very bad at gambling looking for that bag of gold there could be if that's the actual way that he yeah, got they it they said that right after we I will see like... <laughs> and also um and uh yeah, yeah you take care of yourself too gemini and jump in anytime next time i promise i'll keep the chat window on the surface i Sorry, I have so many layers going on here. I really yeah, got to do that. Of, I, I turned off the um, the speak and spell version of the chat, uh, which we used to have going that would let us know when you chatted us, so I should dig that up again. It was one less thing for my poor old computer to run now that I'm running Roll20 and everything else. But yeah, 
Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to. Robot mix voice that. works way better for Shadowrun too, aesthetically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, all right, so we will be back hopefully next week if all the scheduling works. And mm -hmm. thanks very much for joining us, everybody. And welcome, welcome to our game. All right. All right. Oh, any suggestions for title for the game, either from the players or from the viewers? A storm is coming. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's probably best. That's much better than a whole lot of nothing. I I prefer. <laughs> what do you prefer? Magic show in the mess hall. The most important <laughs> thing that happened this session. Gemini, do you want to weigh in on this one, or any any of our viewers? So I'm going to jot uh, down a couple of these before I forget them. So a storm is coming. I want to do something that's like a play on flashbacks, like flash, like flashbacks and thunder strikes. I don't know. Flash in the claps. darkness. There's flash of magic. <laughs> I like the storm is coming because that is apropos. The storm is coming is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fenris is the storm. Okay. Metaphorically, <laughs> yeah. I have. Uh, I'm. I'm cooking up a plan for the next move, guys. Cooking up a little plan. I'm not the brains of this. <laughs> at all. So on the stream, I'm putting it down so far as a st episode. Oh, this is episode 13. Sorry, old old map. Episode 13. A storm is coming. AKA Ben Coom is a wizard. <laughs> all right. Don't forget the Ben Coom is a wizard, Harry. Oh, hey, and Gemini uh, spent uh, spent some redeeming points that we have in chat. So uh, second, a storm is coming. So that is going to be it. But we'll yeah. do the, like the little subtitle for Ben Coom is a wizard. All right, thanks so much for watching, everybody. Take care of yourselves and uh, and roll some dice. Have some fun and take care. Yeah. All right, night, night, everybody. You've been listening night. to Cyclist Live. Thanks fun. so much for thanks, tuning God. in. We hey, try pleasure. to record all of our games as much as possible, whether that's Dungeons and Dragons or Shadowrun or another tabletop role-playing game. Just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved. Our music is all Creative Commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or YouTube replay or Twitch VOD. We always attribute each individual artist, so be sure to check out those individual artist attributions. Lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do. So thank you. It influences our game. It makes it immeasurably better. So, so much appreciation for them. Let's not forget the makers of the games. Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games. And again, we are not affiliated with them, and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game, and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube, and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.